Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Welcome once again to another episode of the Retro Redoctopus Cephala Podcast, the only show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. We are part of the Dorkening and Inebriart Podcast Networks, and as always, we are brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for. I am your host, 8-Bit Alchemy, and with me as always are my $2.50 cohorts, Parasite Steve. Spaghetti! Pizza! Dessert! Oh, I love those things. Nintendo. I am only one gram of sugar per bottle. Damn, you're sweeter than that. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short. <laughs> and, uh, and, and joining us uh, on this episode is our pal, our friend, our brother in Snackitude, uh, Randy Carter. Hey, it's Randy Carter, the no clever nickname guy. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Randy Thank you. Carter. Thank you guys for having me on. Always a pleasure. I wish yeah. I was seeing you face to face so I could give you all uncomfortable kisses. Oh, oh that would be I, I miss the, the best. <laughs> Those are the best uncomfortable kisses. I know. I miss that. I miss that so much. I miss uh, wishing that I never like hung around you because I, I can't stand the uncomfortable kisses. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? I miss that. I miss that. Like <laughs> I miss thinking like, who the hell does that? Like right on the <laughs> mouth. And he, he slipped me a little tongue, like on the side. And I'm like, what the hell? I was trying Why? to pass you my gum. Right. Like <laughs> right. he wanted to share. That was caring. So that was not your tongue. That was the gum. <laughs> right. that, that was just the, the awkward part. <clears throat> sure, I'm going to stick with that. Was awkward, yeah. right? It was big it. league chew. It was really not that small. It was like you're, half you're a in the big leagues now. Okay. <laughs> so we, we have, we have brought, randy and and uh and our normal people that we didn't bring they're just here i didn't have to bring them true but we brought randy onto this episode to talk about a retro subject a nostalgic subject subject that's kind of weird uh but i thought would be fun uh i wanted to talk about school lunch school lunches that we had growing up the the greats the not so greats the, the nostalgia and the not so nostalgia of all the terrible and, and good but bad food that we ate growing up. And we are going to get into, you know, some of the some of the mystery meat and potatoes of this topic with, you know, plenty of lighthearted segments. We're going to have plenty to talk about that's just like that food was gross. And then we're going to have, you know, 
actually some, you know, some kind of maybe deeper conversations. We're going to have a, a voicemail from Mrs. Parasite. She's going to have uh, have a little bit of a segment, you know, to herself. We'll have a voicemail from her. We got Randy here to tell us all of his wisdom because he's a fucking smart guy. Unlike us, we're all not that. That, that was a nice uh, way of saying I'm old. No, you said that. Dude, you just said that. <laughs> he you said smart. that. Smart. Wait, we're You're recording? Smart. Yes, always. <laughs> This is the actual podcast. This is it. This oh. is it. It's uh, not going to get better than this. This is it. Sorry. This is, this is, it. is I'm this still is the waiting best. for somebody to explain to me what a podcast is, but go mm. on, go on. It's okay. okay. It, well, this is a cephala podcast. So That's this has to do with different. octopus. So it's a little different, but it's, it's, it's like a regular p- podcast, but with uh, more tentacles. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So, th- so we're going to kind of run the gamut here of, of, uh, of emotions, but before we get too far in, uh, I want to give Randy a bit of a platform here and ask you, Hey man, how's it going? What's, uh, what's new, what's going on in your, in your life, in your creative endeavors? What do you want to plug? The stage is yours. Oh, I'll, I'll keep it quick. I don't have a lot going on. Um, as maybe some of the viewers know from when I was on one before, but so, yeah, so I, you were, so I'll, I'll, I'll drop that episode. That yeah. was episode 14 back in season one. That was the weirdest of them. Al. Yeah, that was our yeah. weird Al yeah. episode and yeah. we had you on. So that was episode 14. We are currently recording episode uh, 71 right now. So wow, it, was, yeah. you know, it was a while ago. It was uh, about, you know, about three and a half school. years ago. Yeah. But well, yeah. well, it, the, I have the pleasure of knowing these gentlemen through music, and that's a great story for another podcast to, to talk about. But um, knowing them through, through music, I, I play in a band called Swarm of Eyes. We play heavy, thrashy metal, a bunch of old guys on stage trying not to, trying to suck in our guts for 30 <laughs> minutes and trying to headbang without passing out. But, um, you know, Swarm of Eyes, we've been around since 2010, and we are, we move at a glacially pace. Not even sure if that's proper grammar. I wish Christine was here to correct me, Mrs. Parasite. But um, we, 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 we've been out for, we've been playing for 11 years. We have one album and an EP. It is just <clears throat> getting and writing stuff is, is, so we've taken advantage of the current climate of not being able to play many shows and, yeah. being, you know, not having outlets. And we have five or six songs and we're trying to put together an EP and we're going to record it in May at uh, Mad Oak Studios with Benny Grotto nice. in um, Boston. And, yeah. and we just were, like I said, this idea of instead of putting out full albums, just put out EPs. And we fooled ourselves into thinking, well, that would help us release stuff faster. Every year or two, we'd put out four or five songs. And, you know, f- four five years later, we haven't put out another EP. So, but we're moving on. We're getting that. We're, we're going to track the drums. We've got all the songs written and us writing in two years, us writing five or six songs is, is lightning pace. So we've got that going on. So looking forward to that. And then the other thing is, is we're getting back into playing some shows. We did a couple in November and uh, was our f- sort of first ones back for indoor shows and they went well. And we've got two more coming up. If I can pitch um, March 12th, in Salem, Massachusetts, at uh, uh, Kodo. It's a sushi Chinese food restaurant. I, I know that place. I've been there. Yep. I, Kodo. I, one time I did a uh, I did a reading of uh, oh, yeah. a passage of my first book at Kodo. Oh, they have book readings. They have poetry. They have heavy metal. They have acoustic. And what we're doing is, uh, this might be a little personal, but our bass player, Jeff, we all know and love, uh, had a very good friend and it was a, 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 she passed away from pancreatic cancer. And this show is oh, a geez. benefit. 
a benefit and a tribute to her. And all the money raised is going to go to the Pancreatic Cancer Action um, uh, Committee or some network. It is network. Thank you. And um, there's going to be two acoustic openers, uh, Boston legend Keith Bennett, another gentleman um, named Pink, not to be confused with, you know, the pop performer. And then we've got a great lineup of um, a band called Troll Milk, who I'm very looking forward to seeing what that's about. (laughs) And they used to have another name that was like, you know, like Soldiers of Death, something cliche metal. And they changed it at some point to be Troll Milk. So um, and then uh, a a buddy of mine in a band are called Officer X. And then another band, uh, great friends of mine called Arctic Horror. And they've sort of, you know, kind of brings up, you know, images of the thing. John Carpenter's the thing there. Mm. And they're sort of a hardcore Cro-Mags meets, you know, Metallica sort of sound. And then um, Swarm of Eyes. So that's on March 11th at Kodo in Salem, if anybody's interested. And then we think we're doing a gig at the end of April at Ralph's, but I don't have a lot of details on that yet, but we think April 30th at Ralph's. So I said I would keep it. I said I was keeping it short. I hope that was. Yeah, that was perfect. That That was was perfect. That was well paced. That is just just a meaty enough morsel for the folks out there who don't know Randy or who maybe want to know Randy better, who want those uncomfortable kisses for themselves. You might need to go to a couple more shows than just one. If you like gum. But become friends with Randy Carter. <laughs> pretty nice guy, honestly. If you stand up front, he'll probably smooch you after one show. Yeah, um, I mean to awesome. be cl- be clear, it's mostly cheap kisses, you know. <laughs> I mean, it depends but on how much Steve, merch Steve you buy. Special, right? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, well, you, Joe, you, uh, Joe you owns every making, every. Joe, I was saying, Joe and everything. I should be. We should be French kissing. Yes. Oui, oui. And you know, it is that kind of show. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. well thank you for giving me that platform gentlemen absolutely, absolutely. anytime sir thanks anytime. for coming on so we can now officially now that we did that nice guy bullshit now <laughs> we can start talking about lunch yes because because um, not only girls just want to have lunch uh, but but us Redacta <laughs> guys also in, enjoy lunch. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, we are going to uh, we're going to get this started. We'll kind of do the first half of the episode. We're going to talk about some of the, the pros, some of the yays of uh, lunches of yesteryear. Mm-hmm. And then and we'll do the Octoponder. And after the break, we will talk about the not so great ones. OK, uh, so, yeah, we'll just do this roundtable style. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's plenty of anecdotes. Let them fly uh, again, you know lunch school lunch isn't that filling so we're going to need to do a little bit more work to fill this episode up <laughs> am i right i mean you're right you ain't wrong i mean, yeah, I mean right. okay all right all right i mean so, I'm, uh, not yeah, right. I'm, I'm not right a broken tim is right twice a day it's so true <laughs> it's so true uh so yes yeah, so i will get i will get this thing started so the 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 catalyst for this episode the reason why i i needed to talk about this episode was because this one meal that i never forgot and it's really nothing unique, but I always remembered the name. I always remembered having it. And this was just like, if this was on the school lunch calendar, I, I, every time guaranteed, like mom would be reading off the menu. She'd be like, you want it this day, this day. And then she'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'm definitely putting you down for that one. So, so this, this, uh, this meal was called brunch for lunch and brunch for lunch is just a fun name. Uh, and frankly, there's really nothing brunch about it. It's really just breakfast for lunch, which by definition is brunch, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's breakfast yeah, though. Yeah. Brunch is supposed to have like a bit of, a bit of something else. Was there like right. some, some, uh, I don't know, uh, caviar mimosas? on the side. Of mimosas? So, so what, 
what there was is, a virgin is, mimosa. You know, there was juice. no mimosas. Uh, we only had the most, you know, ungodly sour orange juice in these, you know, freaking paper cartons that just tasted like but yes. but uh, yeah, God, the, yeah, the the brunch aspect of <clears throat> this was French toast sticks, which were coveted. Yes. I mean, you could trade these mothers for anything. <laughs> if you bought brunch for lunch, like those French toast sticks were gold. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you had your little cup of syrup. You had like two little sausage links. And then I I can't exactly remember. That's that's definitely like the, the, the biggest portion of it. I feel like there was maybe like applesauce or like a fruit cup or something. Oh, and then, you know, you always scrambled have your, eggs. No eggs. There was no eggs at all. It okay. was just French toast stick sausage and then like some some kind of other side in a in a, a beverage. Um, I freaking loved this stupid thing. I mean, it was it was a, almost like getting Burger King for breakfast, right. which did as you, a kid. Did you, did you love it because it was so wacky different or did you just really like the food? So I think I think I loved it because it was really, really just a total. Yeah, it was totally a novelty, but also I did really enjoy it like the french toast sticks were very good i did really like the sausage so like for me as a kid i was all in on this because i'm like oh it's not you know just another burger or grilled cheese or whatever the hell uh so it was it was both the novelty and i really liked it and i felt like everybody got psyched for it and the lunch line was never longer than on a day with brunch for lunch um and it's just so fun to say brunch for it is you know it's it's you love rhyme and shit you always I do. Have. You always I know. Have. I know. I've always been rhyming stuff ever since I was young. Now, Harlem Pepper, you stop rhyming nuts. But I, uh, I was, I was infatuated with it. So mom always knew. She would always be like, "Yes, you want, you want brunch for lunch." Uh, and and yeah, you know, I know that all of my, you know, a lot of my friends were were really into that one. But uh, yeah, it stuck out to me, and that was kind of like the seed in my head. I'm like, can we do a whole episode about this? Well, I don't know. We're about to find out. So. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's um let's I guess I, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually pull a, a page from the playbook of uh, Ian Wallace uh, and I'm gonna oh. kind of I'm gonna establish the 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 pecking order now so that way oh. we kind of figure it out. So I'm okay. thinking we do I'll I'll, I'll 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 so I just went and then we we'll go we'll go Randy Joe Steve okay and then we'll All just right. kind of repeat. Sounds good. So, okay. so Randy, me. you're up, sir. All right. So thinking back to lunch that I liked. When I was a, a uh, when I was a kid, I lived in a city, city, uh, and it was a city. And when we moved, when I was a, going into high school, you can name uh, the city. Yeah, yeah. I just it was well. I lived in the city of Quincy, Massachusetts. Okay. And but the point was, like, it was a city, and we had the big city schools and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to the country. I moved down to Plymouth, Massachusetts, which maybe now is more built up and they have commuter rails and everything like that. But Plymouth was country bumpkin, you know, kids were in, you know, uh, the standard issue was corduroys and uh, an Iron Maiden shirt. And I came from the city, which is totally different. And <clears throat> no buttons, when I mo- uh, no, but- uh, ho- no buttons, uh, horse-drawn carriages. Yeah. Uh, you didn't have a, you had one battery per town. You had to share, <laughs> pass around the battery. Uh, I didn't, I did not have an actual stoplight within like six miles of my house at least. Wow. Um, but what the reason bringing that up is that uh, I had pretty standard uh, lunch, which will come up in the other segment um, it, when I was growing up in the city. And then we moved down there, their lunches down in Plymouth, Massachusetts were m- much more uh, dramatic. They were much more interesting. There was, I, I went from hating school lunch to loving school lunch. And the one thing they had, 
was called Minimax. Mini, M-A-X, Minimax. And it was their ripoff of Big Macs from McDonald's. And it was basically McDonald's day. It was a Big Mac and French fries. And it was actually good. It was the day, like Tim talked about, where you didn't skip school lunch to go outside and get stoned at the Little League field next to the school that day. You (laughs) went and you ate it. Or maybe you got stoned first, then you went to the and ate it, the mini max. The but mini max was, just tastes sweeter when you're when you're feeling they, it, right? They were they were there. I don't remember a lot of the lunches there, um, but they were. I remember they were good. That was a lunch you would want to eat, and that concept was foreign to me. And that was probably ninth grade. So how old are you? Ninth grade, fourteen or something like that. I had never in my life had a school lunch that I really wanted, and mini max was it. It was if you could try and uh, her, you know talk someone out of giving you their mini max so you could have two of them uh you know your your complete week would be made and so that was that was or if you're if you were a bully you would just take mine um and uh <laughs> randy you mean you didn't like you didn't have like the death growl down at the tender age of like you know 15 i had the i had the you know, please don't pee my pants if somebody tries to talk to me. <laughs> oh, other you're you, know, you were uh, so you were so picked on that other people would pee your pants. <laughs> they peed your pants for you. My that goodness. sounds like you're actually hey, you're in peeing control your here. pants is cool. It is. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. um, yeah. So so that was it. That 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 lunch that stands out it is anything dramatic. It isn't uh, you know brunch. There's no mimosas. It was just their ripoff of mcdonald's yeah, and that was but, you the know day you in school. and the ripoff of mcdonald's thing is is so funny because you know i think a lot of brunch for lunch was exciting for me because it reminded me a lot of burger king breakfast yeah, because i the, would order yeah. the french yep. toast sticks there a lot and yeah. i would oftentimes like have the sausage links and stuff and oh. uh, they tasted so similar that i was like this isn't school food like this is food i'd get outside of school so it's right. funny that both of those connections were like it was emulating like a you know, in some way, a fast food kind of option. Um, yeah. And that was just exciting as all hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And French fries. I don't think I'd ever had a French fry in first school lunch ever in my entire life. So it was always a tater tot and they were all yep. stuck together and they were all, yeah. Oh, the, yes. the, yes. the messy um, lump of tater. Tots yeah, let me, let, yeah. Yeah. So I don't mean to get into the dark side, but the, uh, the, that was my positive. I'll end it there is the mini max in, in Plymouth nice. high school. Awesome. Actually awesome. sounds is... really good. I'm yeah, gonna go right. get a. I'm gonna go get a mini max <laughs> myself. I'm just. Yep. Yeah, we had we had bigger. nothing like that. Our burgers were absolutely the most boring Bland, thing you yeah. could ever imagine, and they weren't cheeseburgers; they were hamburgers. At least yeah. in elementary school, anyway. Mm-hmm. And there was just, I think, just <laughs> I think you like could, that in high school too. You they're could like just put ketchup or mustard, and I I think it was just ketchup in in elementary school. I think we must yeah. have had mustard and mayonnaise in high school. But yep. yeah, oh my god, the burgers were were so, I, so boring. I have man. a I have a burger related story for for the second half of the episode that I, okay. I literally in my notes all I put was in a burger emoji in the word story, and I'm like <laughs> I know exactly what I mean. Like I know what I have to tell you guys. So um, that's why shorthand so, works. It, uh, I know it's it, it it works for me. It, it has to be like, tailor made. It does. Right. <laughs> if anybody else reads this, they're gonna be like, huh? shorthand's but, not universal, but it works right. for the person. Perfect. Uh, so if, so before yeah, we get know. to Joe, I did want to just say one thing about the uh, french toast sticks yeah so uh we had those as well and uh i do remember having them and every time i was hopeful that they were going to be good and i would say about 40 percent of the time they were okay to good but uh. i think maybe they perfected them by the time you got there because uh yeah most of the time it was like they probably had been glazed with syrup or something and then left out 
so they were just like it was that Hard. weird hardness where like it's not crunchy you can't like it's like it, there's no yield it just like it doesn't allow your tooth to let your teeth to like break it it just compresses <laughs> it's like biting a memory foam mattress yes it's just like that and it's like yo what the hell you, like how is it still so let me interrupt and ask what's the difference in years there between experiencing this is tim really remembering it that it was good so, or is so it, we're, I mean, we're 12 years apart yeah. Oh, yeah. Him and I. They, they were they were cooking on like uh, open stoves back in the, the Steve's day. Then okay, they <laughs> Dutch <laughs> oven. Yeah. <you> know? <laughs> and don't so that, get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like there were certainly days where the the French toast sticks were you know a little bit you know firmer. Maybe I got to lunch a little, <laughs> a little bit chewy. Later. But then there were there were plenty of days where they were like perfect. And so yeah. I think the just the whole memory was positive. But yeah, they, they definitely had their ups and downs. So, some days you'd be like, ah, chewy. <laughs> joe does joe just laugh at a star wars thing i did he let did. it be yeah. known because i i do i as much as i i'm not a big fan of star wars i do love chewy because he's unintentionally funny he is he's, he's got a lot of noise just, just like... from, from his noises that, that he makes <laughs> yeah. i just think it's funny right yeah. right he's yeah, chewy 100%. chewy tangent it was back in the Dark Horse comics days when Star Wars was there. Mm-hmm. There was a limited series about Chewbacca, and it was the it was like called like the the last days of Chewbacca or the end of Chewbacca. <laughs> it's one of the best Star Wars stories I've ever read. If you guys can go find that trade pack, nice. Oh. If you haven't read it, just a tangent. Fantastic story, heartfelt, sad, but a really good story. Just cool. just a tangent. That's awesome. a, that's a bonus. You didn't come for that, but like you got that. it, and you're better yeah. off for it. I also love Randy for announcing it. Like chewy tangent, like it, it just kind of pre- prefaced it so you knew what was happening. Tangent that's alert. great. Yeah, tangent alert, tangent alert. Awesome. Uh, okay, so let's go. Let's move on over to Nintendo. Okay, okay. Uh, so uh, one of the launches that, that I really liked is nothing special. Um, in 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 the high school that that we went to, uh, there were two separate lines. You can either pick one lunch or a different lunch like say a burger or mac and cheese right like lunch a um, lunch b or whatever yeah something like that yeah yeah and the, the price was the same it was like mm-hmm. i think at the time was like a dollar 20 or something like that um i hardly ever ate lunch uh but the one thing i would always eat was every every friday our school would always serve pizza and salad yep that was my go-to because pizza and salad pizza and salad i think it's a good combo i love pizza and i really love salad what was it the slice of pizza or was it like it was just a slice pizza? yeah okay because yeah. the like slice of pizza those, was better i think yeah it wasn't like a a, a pie pizza <clears throat> it was more like a like one of those square a pizzas a sheet oh, okay. yes yeah i yeah. think that's pretty standard for, because you can make so many, so much of it at once. Yeah. And then yeah. you just cut it up into little rectangles. Like an, yeah. it looked like an Elio's. Right. About, about right. the size of an Elio's pizza. Right. So, it Joe, like, did you, did you like the pizza or was it I a did. comfort yes. thing? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did like the pizza. Um, that was like one of the, the very few things I would eat at school. 
I remember that being one of the other, like, I mean, to be fair, that was the craziest day was like, there were plenty of Fridays where they would have pizza, but it would just be like a circle pizza or like an Elio's pizza. But then God forbid it was the, the, the one day a month where they had like the actual slice of pizza. Like, oh, like they ordered some, it like, from somewhere. Like some, yeah. Like yeah, sometimes they would yeah. get Domino's and people would go ape shit i mean there was right. so many people in line for those and most yep. of the time i was like i'm happy to eat it but i don't want to wait in line that long so i would just bring my lunch that day because mm. i i just didn't want to deal with it but yeah, yeah i mean pizza then and it was definitely pizza and salad that was huge huge yeah for sure freaking huge so i remember the pizza at least in elementary school where we went um was always cheese uh did it yes did did they sometimes have pepperoni in high school? I feel I, like they I, did. I, I think they did. Like the single so. pepperoni. <laughs> I think I, I think they had a, yeah, high school pepperoni. Yeah. It was um, like, wow, thank you. Gracious and there would be some people Lord. that would still pepperoni. get cheese. Pepperoni. Did you guys go to Beverly Hills 90210 school? Where were you getting pepperoni? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Milford, pepperoni. Massachusetts. Yeah, Milford. 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 Um, uh, actually, my my oldest daughter uh where she went to high school um she, they actually would get pizza from the place that was across the street and uh so it was real pizza that they would order and it's funny because it's it's not a place that's good enough to actually go to like on your own but right. i'm sure perspective that, like yeah i'm sure that at school it was like the greatest thing ever for yeah. sure right right so it's kind of like what you were saying you know. like you know it's a slice I don't know if they yeah. did that every time, but I know that they did that and that that place just must have yeah. had a really good deal with them. And yeah, it was like, like a hey. once a month thing that we would get Domino's. So it might have been similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty exciting. But yeah, cool. I don't know. I just I passed on pizza a lot during during school, but it was not because I didn't like it. Um, sweet. All right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Parasite Sven. Okay. So I am going to defer to a very good friend of mine who just visited from california uh, a friend that joe and i ate lunch with almost every day for mm -hmm. a couple of years in high school and that is our good friend danny and she uh she was we were talking to her about this episode that we we're going to be doing this and she had um she had she was we we're just talking about it and she had some stuff to weigh in on and so uh i i didn't really have a super strong second pick i have like a a, a very strong singular memory but so mm -hmm. um She's like, oh, don't you remember? Don't you remember this? She's like, don't you remember this? So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna present Danny's favorite, which was, uh, it was like, it was like a Thanksgiving, basically. It was like roast turkey and gravy, and mashed potatoes. They, there was no, uh, we didn't get cranberry sauce, but it was like a little piece of turkey and had gravy, and then of course the iconic, like the single scoop. The, the little yep. ice cream scoop of potatoes of, of potatoes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, we use that term loosely potatoes, potatoes. Yes. Potatoes. A lot of wood pulp. It's not powdered, a lot of potato mass, powdered potato product. Uh, it's potato food is what it is. Mechanically potato separated food. potato mass. <laughs> potato menace. Is that what you just said? Mass. Uh -oh. It's what they use to make the potato use, menace. It's what, they, it's what they use to make Pringles once they squish it down hard and it's a Pringle. Right, right. Yeah, I, I was just I I didn't look into it, but I just heard that somebody was saying that that uh, Pringles contain no no potatoes at all. Um, but yeah, yeah I think the, I had known that for a while. Like they can't call them potato chips. Yeah, munchos and 
um, Pringles. I can't. They're they're a potato based product or something like that. But there's nothing. But not, in the, there's no actual potato, potato inspired right. snack. <laughs> <laughs> not enough potato Loose, to be a right. menace. Loosely based on the events of a potato. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I do I do recall that now. I I did like the um the turkey and gravy. And as much as I wasn't a huge fan of the mashed potatoes, uh, I do remember that it came with a single piece of heavily buttered bread. Um, and I always really liked the bread. It was just white bread, but I just remembered it smelled really good. And I just loved the bread. So <laughs> I was more excited for the bread probably than anything, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a solid little meal. And um, I don't know. I, uh, I liked it. I think that the, what's interesting is that there was definitely a faction of people that hardcore loved the mashed potatoes and they would be like excited for them and like, you know, like dive in like, yes, this and, means something. And <laughs> this is important. This is important. <laughs> it's important to them. And, and uh, I was really like, not that big a fan of them. And I think that the, the, what that meant, if you loved school mashed potatoes, then you loved, um kfc mashed potatoes yes exactly yep it's it's, it was very similar and transitive property checks out here right and i also just never liked kfc mashed potatoes um i'm not like a huge brown gravy person anyway like it's okay it depends on the gravy but some people are just like nuts for it and a lot of kids at the time it's like no as long as there's gravy involved it doesn't matter and um and yeah, I, 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 they would be like, oh my God, the best. Oh, let's go to KFC. Let's get the potatoes. Oh, the best potatoes. How good. It's like, oh, I don't know. Like you can have mine. It's fine. I, I used I to know really somebody need. who exclusively would only friggin' eat the mashed potatoes at KFC. Like that was the only mashed potatoes they would eat. <laughs> so and they would weird. often go there just to get them. And I'm I like, I don't know. My Lord. I, I love potatoes and I love mashed potatoes and I don't love kfc and steve before you even said kfc i was thinking in my head i'm like man that scoop of potatoes when i was in school tasted just like kentucky fried chicken yeah and the only way i can eat the kentucky fried chicken this is how i eat it i get the extra crispy (laughs) chicken wait i get the i don't get brown gravy on i get the extra crispy chicken right where and all the bits and pieces of the chicken batter fall off into the potatoes Mm -hmm. And I throw a bunch of salt and pepper in and all those little pieces of the, the um, batter. And then I scoop it up and it's almost like, a, I don't know, it's a little weird thing. It's full it's of a treat. Chicken. That's what it, it is. is. But that's <laughs> how I eat their potatoes is I eat it's... the chicken over the potatoes and then eat the potatoes. Once I mean, that doesn't sound bad at all. I mean, that's no, I eat good. the mashed potatoes once the chicken mess is in there. You need the chicken. You need the chicken dandruff. It's like the KFC equivalent of chicken dandruff. Oh, really selling it. Yeah, it sounds great. The chicken, uh, the chicken dandruff thing is like the same idea of like going to Wendy's and getting French fries in a frosty. It's like, oh, I got to have my fries in the frosty. It's like, well, all right, I got to put my chicken. I got to eat it over my mashed potatoes. I can eat my mashed potatoes. Yes. The things we do to palate fast food. Really? (laughs) It's it's impressive. and you could say, why don't you just get a different side then, Randy? Why would you get the, Damn it. Get the goddamn mac and cheese? And your answer is because they didn't have the goddamn mac and cheese when I was a kid. Correct. Yeah, they didn't roll that out until later. Although while like we're corn. on KFC, they did have the delicious parfait desserts, which yes. I adored. That's I never got the, to have that. The strawberry shortcake parfait dessert at KFC. Now that, now there, sir, did, there, did that a, is Did they a have treat. a chocolate pudding one too? They, they, mm-hmm. Yes, they had, I think it was called chocolate eclair. 
Yeah, that's what I, th- I think I remember. Yes. Yeah. They were called were, the little bucket parfaits. Those were amazing. Were they? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, little bucket that's, what the, that's what the label says. Oh, yeah. so good. So good. Uh, little bucket. Um, yeah, okay. Awesome. So, so yeah, so so we kind of rounded that off that first that first go around, yeah. trip around the sun, if you will. Uh, so I'll kind of loop back around to myself here. Uh, so I, so I have, I have a few honorable mentions, um, but you know, I, uh, I have, I have one that I, I have to mention, um, not necessarily because it was, it was my second favorite, but because it was, it was really weird, uh, but it was weird in a good way. Uh, and so this also, this was reminded to me by my, my good friend, Amanda, Jesse. Um, and I have, I have a, a story to share of hers as well. The, the, uh, the woes actually of school Ooh, lunchtime. Oh, so that's, oh, no. for, that's for later, but she reminded me of this lunch that was so freaking weird and it was called buttered noodles, which is not <laughs> weird on surface value at all. Yum. Yum. But noodles, yum. But yeah, so <laughs> butter noodles, very straightforward. You know, you just basically have this kind of like long, longer pasta. Egg and noodles. they were, yeah, like egg noodles. They were well buttered, let me tell you. Butter <laughs> as hell. And and there was like a little bit of salt and pepper on them, whatever. They were really good. But for some reason, the 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 pairing that was always with them were like these little teriyaki chicken like nuggies like these just little like chunks of teriyaki chicken nope they had grill marks like painted on them <laughs> with a sharpie oh my god and and they were <laughs> they I mean, together. and they were not served on top of each other it wasn't like oh the chicken is incorporated with the the noodles it's like the noodles are on the side the chicken's on the side if you want to mix them that's your problem but other than that you know, you could enjoy them separately. And it was so weird because the noodles kicked so much ass and the teriyaki chicken was like, just weird. It like, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't great, but it was definitely not so bad that you're like, but I'm, I'm not going to get buttered noodles. You're like, well, I'm definitely getting buttered noodles. So I'll, I'll eat the weird flat, like grill mark chicken. But that was not why you were there. And I had forgotten about this lunch entirely until Amanda had reminded me of it. I'm like, oh my God. God, that's freaking crazy. I totally, totally loved those noodles. Holy shit. So um, buttered, buttered noodles is sort of, so for Beth, uh, my um, future Mrs. Uh, Swarm of Ice, she buttered, <laughs> buttered noodles, buttered noodles with a little bit of the cheap Parmesan cheese put on it is kind of her comfort food yep. because it was poor people food when she was dirt poor hippie um, back when she was young. And it's kind of like, it was kind of like an alternate to ramen noodles. Yeah. Um, so I'd never heard of anybody eating buttered egg noodles before until the, just till Beth and now you like actually it was actually a school <laughs> lunch. So that's the only reason it, I'm even bringing it up is because it was kind of shocking and jarring. In my whole life, I'd never heard right. of it. Right. Like that, that yeah. was the entire meal. And, you know, there was plenty of times as a kid where like if my mom would ask what, what would I want for dinner and I had just no idea. It was always a safe bet. I'm like, we always have pasta in the house. We always have, you know, whatever. So, so sometimes I would say, can we just do like, you know, I don't know if I called it buttered noodles, but I would say like, you know, just uh, plain pasta, whatever. And mom knew exactly what I wanted. And that was more just like, it, it was, it was kind of a comfort food, but it was also like a lazy meal of like, I'm a kid. You asked me what I wanted for dinner. I just want a big, stupid plate of pasta with nothing else on it. And yeah, I mean, there was there was plenty of times I did that, and that was living my best life because then I didn't have to eat the teriyaki chicken nuggets that weren't <laughs> that weren't included. They weren't there. Um, but this was a really weird one. Um, 
the other one that uh, the, the one that actually really spoke to me that that I wanted to to say before that one uh, was uh, there was the hot ham and cheese and like that those those four words hot ham and cheese like there's nothing about yeah. them don't call it a croak monsieur right nope can't call don't it a croak call it a crock no it ain't it's not it, no it's not fancy enough it ain't no crock but no one in their right mind describes that sandwich as a hot ham and cheese like I, like i've never seen that written anywhere else it's like <laughs> ham and cheese panini or a ham and cheese sandwich or a grilled ham and cheese no one says hot i'll ham have a hot ham and cheese give me the hot ham and chammy but nobody ever says that <laughs> And and like so the the the, the four words together <laughs> hot ham and cheese it yes. instantly transports me back to school lunch because it's just that is not used anywhere and it was basically just this warm bun that was similar to a croissant but it it was just a sandwich bun that was warmed up and it was like layers of the you know ham lunch meat and just like melty cheese and I ate the shit out of them. <laughs> those <laughs> were so good. Oh my god! I was always psyched for hot ham and cheese. It was ridiculous. But um, the it's name just... is so unappealing. I, I forgot this was the <laughs> I forgot this was the memorable. Segment. I went know. I mean, that. you went through like, all it, that, and you were like, and I loved it. And I, I mean, like, oh, we, I we oh, oh, I thought we were going the other way. Right. I mean, they could have said like steamy ham and cheese. That would have been better, steamy right? No, it's, no, yeah. that's way, way, yeah. way worse. Yeah. Ugh. Or like moist ham and cheese, you know, something like that. <laughs> okay, like, now like, you're just trying to be gross. No, uh, these, these would all be better. But I mean, the problem was, is it wasn't grilled, but it was ham and it cheese. It was hot. And it was served hot. They're not going to call it warm ham and cheese. They're going to just say it's <laughs> hot. Oh, they could call it warm and cheese. Wham and, and cheese. Wham and cheese. Wham and cheese. Wham. I would like a grilled wham and cheese, please. I'll have a wham. A wham Wake and cheese. A whammy. This was oh, before the wham whammy. and cheese earned its exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, uh, hot ham and cheese. It's it's it is gross to say, but it it's good to taste. It's good to so. taste. You're <laughs> making this as taste. uncomfortable as possible. Awesome. It's good to put your tongue on. Yeah, definitely. Wrap your mouth around it. Masticate so, away, folks. Indeed. But yeah, so th those are some of my I have a couple other audible mentions, but I won't I won't gum up the works too much. I'll see if we have time after. Uh, but uh, if you got Randy, enough gums left over, you might as well gum your wham and cheese. <laughs> wham right. Uh, Randy, let's let's hear from you, sir. Well, now that I know there's no rules anymore, because no rules, just right. <laughs> there's, there's I'm actually going to. There's never been. I'm going to go in uh, the same direction. Uh, Tim went in is a, a split here, because he went with favorite and a memorable. And yep. while I was coming up with this, I had to, you know, uh, I came up with both of them, and I was I was honestly worried I wasn't going to be able to talk about both. But now that I know there's no rules, so I'm going to talk about the one that was good, and it's really silly. Uh, the, it was, again, Plymouth High School at the time. Now there's two or three high schools down there. But at the time, there was just one. And um, it was uh, just a chicken patty and it had the scoop of potatoes. So, like, you stole mm. my thunder before I got to yep. that. And uh, it, I don't know. The, the chicken patty actually had flavor to it. It was, it was probably dry. It was probably terrible. But that's okay. Uh, here's a little thing. I don't like messy food. I don't like stuff all over my food. And I, I'm okay with bland food. A bland um, chicken patty that had spices in the batter and potatoes with no gravy on it. You'd look at it and you'd be like, 
choking like you're in a desert looking for a drink, like just thinking about trying to choke that down. But it was honestly really good. It had flavor to it. And I remember this chicken patty and I remember it again, it was back to the Plymouth days when lunch was really good. So they had a really good chicken patty with a scoop of potatoes and probably some uh, weird colored green beans or something. So that was my second memorable, a favorite lunch. The other one that was in the running that's more memorable is, so I told you guys, I grew up in Quincy, Massachusetts. And for a couple of years, we moved to Weymouth, Massachusetts. So everybody who lives in the city of Quincy, they always think that they're moving out to the suburbs when they move to Weymouth, but it's really just a kind of a, a suburbia ghetto-y version of living in Quincy, Massachusetts. But you think it's, you're, you're getting out of the big city. We're moving out of the big city, kids. And um I lived in Weymouth for a couple of years. We moved to Plymouth for a couple of years. And at the very end of high school, we moved back to Quincy. And I hadn't been there in five years, you know, lived there in five years or so. And it was the um, 12th grade, last year of high school. And when I got there, there wasn't like one lunch. There wasn't two lunches where you stood in lines like you guys were talking about. When I got to Quincy High School, you could just do whatever you wanted. If you had money, you could buy stuff. And I pretty quickly caught on that I didn't have to buy school lunch. They had other things for sale, including ice cream sandwiches and stuff like that and potato chips. I would just start buying junk. My lunch would be junk. My lunch junk would lunch. be junk. It would be, it would be junk lunch. I was like, wait, I can just buy other things. There was, I'd never seen this concept before <clears throat> in high school or in junior high school or anything. It was the right. one or two lunch yeah. options and you, right. and you get them. Now you're talking and, Joe's oh, language. market. If, right. if, if Joe could have had junk in his mouth for every day at high school, he would have definitely eaten more lunch. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to, I'm going to do the, uh, uh, never mind. So, uh, <laughs> yes, your, your lunch could be ice cream sandwiches. You could just buy four ice cream sandwiches if you wanted to, uh, or potato chips. And so that became a memorable slash favorite lunch is that I was like, I can just buy anything I want here. And I, I don't even, couldn't, I probably never even ate the real lunches that were there. It was only a year. And I probably, if I didn't skip out of school or skip lunch and go out and buy, sometimes I would just take my money and go somewhere. I was back in the city and now I'm not in an elementary school. I can sneak out of high school right in the middle of downtown and go to the sub shop and get some, but sometimes I would just buy junk. So it was ice cream sandwiches, potato mm. chips, and junk like that for lunch. That's awesome. Like, see that that's that fits perfectly in with the the theme of we got no rules here. We're just doing whatever the hell we want. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's perfect. You know, um, I actually remember there was a third line uh, in our high school that had some of that stuff. It was I think it was called the snack line, yeah. and they did have um, ice cream sandwiches, mm -hmm. chips, and that kind of stuff. I remember that for a very short time they had. Well, I, I say very short. Maybe it was. Maybe it was more than a year maybe it was a couple of the years it wasn't the whole time i was in high school for sure but they had uh, acquired one of those non-dairy ice cream like uh soft serve ice cream machines yeah. that sometimes you see it like ice uh at like chinese food places will have them sure. sometimes yeah and um it's just you know chocolate or vanilla and and i remember when that was installed at first people are like oh this is so gross so stupid it's not even real ice cream and then people had it and they're like oh my god it became so everybody right. loved it and it became this like okay now the snack line is like the most popular line it's a place to be because yeah. you have, you got like essentially actual ice cream <clears throat> it was it was really good it was like basic very comparable to like a frosty or something like that like yeah okay it's not exactly ice cream but it was right. uh good 
but yeah i remember the snack line yeah frozen dessert yes that's what it was frozen dessert treat yeah it was Uh, the ice cream uh just it was two ice cream what pringles is to a potato (laughs) dairy inspired (laughs) Uh, awesome so uh so nintendo what do you do you have a second one I did think of a second one. Oh, okay. shit. All right, sweet. I did. I did. Um, I literally just thought of it, too. Um, I remember having mac and cheese, but I can't remember if it was baked mac and cheese. Was you guys it know like... What, 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 uh, baked they... mac and cheese is, is like they add, like, like, uh, like bread to it. Breadcrumbs. Like the breadcrumbs they, 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 and stuff? Bread cr- yeah, yeah. I don't I think my school even. ever offered mac and cheese. I don't know if it was high school. This could have been uh, like middle school or elementary school or something. I was trying to think about mac and cheese for this episode too. And and to be perfectly honest, I, I, I kind of came to the same conclusion. I wasn't 100% positive exactly what ZD? our math was. The yeah. big oh, so we, de- we definitely had big ZD. Mm, and, uh, yeah. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Well, I th- I feel like we had both. I feel like we had, you know, cheesy mac and cheese type. And yeah. then we had uh, like a baked CD. And I remember not liking the baked CD. It was just, a, you know, it's it's probably not even ZD, right? It, if, is it ZD if it has no lines? Because I feel like we had no lines. Uh, no lines is That's a slightly penny. different posture. Yeah. Penny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's what it was. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I remember liking it i mean it was edible so <laughs> yeah i mean like i said i was never big on school lunches right so. right also so just to really set hard the for me right... to come up with yeah. <laughs> hey well you did it and i'm proud of you for trying it means the Thank world you. uh i did not actually ever have any kind of mac and cheese option but there was something that they again uncomfortably named which was just macaroni and meat sauce um and that was just kind of like they could have just called that American chop suey. Oh my god! Macaroni and meat sauce. sauce. Yes, like that's that right. phrasing, yeah. right? It's like oh so indicative god. of school lunch: hot ham and cheese, macaroni and meat sauce. So I d- chicken I didn't deluxe. Have that like, I remember. Oh I didn't have god. the the hot ham and spamo cham, but I did. I did have the macaroni <laughs> and meat sauce quite a bit. Yeah, it was basically just elbows and flavorless meat, like really sauce. flavorless, just like chunks. Of- <laughs> like, I know there's something yeah. in the mouth. Right, you're like uh, it looks like I'm chewing. Like, a, like a like a chunky meat sauce, but it just doesn't taste like. Anything. I'm chewing, but I'm just not tasting. The meat sauce part was always colder than the macaroni. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. The fuck. Oh yes. It's like there's such a temperature oh, in equivalence. Yikes. You're like, why? Why didn't you bake them in the same fucking thing? No, right. it's, it's like oh, it's no. like reheating a, a lasagna. <laughs> where it's right. like extremely hot on the outside but the, oh, inside the inside's so frozen. always frozen yeah right surprise pockets of molten death and then just like ice <laughs> in the middle You're like what the shit <laughs> surprise pockets of- so are you guys <laughs> talking about are you guys talking about american chop suey essentially yes it's yes. like a flavorless bland you'd love it no I, they I they, didn't. they always called it macaroni and meat sauce that, and that, i didn't learn it until later yeah like like Same. when people said oh yeah we're having american chop suey and i'm like what the hell is right. that and i see it i'm like oh this is macaroni and meat sauce okay. yes why do, yes. why do you gotta say that weird shit what the hell is american chop suey? you're right you know it's so that. it really is so funny to hear that phrase again though because that is what they like always called it for our school district it was American. i feel was, like uh, it's cultural appropriation and that's <laughs> right not chop okay. suey yeah. like okay, okay. <laughs> right right i know i still don't macaroni think to this day no i know what actual chop suey is so 
I know that's a good point. Maybe, I don't think I've ever seen it offered. Maybe it was too bland to be called American chop suey. Like there's no onions in it. There's no flavors. They're like, well, you can put like a little bit of salt, but don't go crazy. Um, we got to make this salt last. Um, yeah, I don't oh, know. Brian Something. school budget. Guys, I just thought of this. Is there a way to edit in Lunch Lady Land, the Lunch Lady song from Adam Sandler? Or is that not allowed? Uh, well, there is a way to do it, but we won't be doing that. No, okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we could pause right now and then guess, put it. We could. I guess, I guess legally we're not allowed to. Uh, Randy. Unless you pay royalty. As a, as a professional singer of a professional band that uh, plays professional gigs, you could, you could do a rendition right now. Lunch lady lamb. Okay. Lunch lady lamb. <laughs> What's it? Sloppy Joe. Sloppy slop, slop Joe. And you know, it's funny enough, I don't think we ever had Sloppy Joes. And when that part came out, came, when that song well, came out, that was like everybody's favorite part of the song was the Sloppy Joe thing. And I'm like, yeah, wow. I don't think we ever had Sloppy Joes at school. Oh. We did. They weren't good. They don't making my top two list of bad, but they were, they were not good. Yeah, I, I will yeah. tell you this: they were not good. I think, I think we had a sloppy Joe. I feel like they didn't call it that, though. Um, you know, it might have been called like a wet Michael. But <laughs> I'm so- pretty sure. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say messy Jim, but wet Michael is better. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember. Oh, I do remember eating some kind oh, of sloppy joe. The moist Michael. The moist Michael. <laughs> right. Yes. The Messy, moist. Oh, the moist, moist Mitch. The moist, moist Mitchell. Mitch. Oh, oh God. I don't yes. remember what the hell they called it though. But they. Uh, it, it also just caused me to remember. Uh, the first time I ever had a like McRib type sandwich was uh-huh. at school. They had Same. the rib witch. Shame. And yes. I was like, man, this is so weird. But I I did like it at <laughs> school. Too. But I liked it in the context of a school lunch. Yeah. Then I mm-hmm. found out people loved the McRib, and I'm like, why? It's <laughs> school lunch. Like, you don't have to eat this anymore. <clears throat> it's not necessary. Yes. It's, and people it's love a it. Pork, it's a pork-shaped patty. Yes. yes. It's like That's a weird... It's, it's, a pork it's shaped, shaped like bones. It's shaped like it's it would be shaped. a rib. Like yeah, it would be a rack so of ribs. Weird. Like a little kid oh. would draw a rack of ribs. Right. Or and if then you had you like made a... a a cookie cutter that was making like cookie <laughs> right. ribs. It would, right, that's what right. they use. It's, like sugar cookie ribs yes. would look like what the McRib looks like. Yeah. <clears throat> so that, that blew my mind. I'm like, yeah. why are people like actually going crazy for this? Oh, you know? see, but I, I loved it. I thought it was super good. And it, it was one of the only things that they had that had barbecue sauce. So it's like, Oh, this yeah. is, a, this is a different yeah. taste sensation. We don't, yeah. we don't, I liked it at school. We don't have this I flavor profile. And anything but, else. Um, but I think that yeah. I think that there is a, a a component of shame with the with the McRib and the the rib witch at at school where you're 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 enjoying it, but you know you shouldn't enjoy it. Uh, if I could just liken it, if I could draw a line of comparison to when um when you uh, uh, borrow a piece of gum from Randy Cardboard, mm. um, uh, it's the same sort of thing. You're like I shouldn't be enjoying this at all. In fact, <laughs> but it's um, well chewed. It's but I don't hate it. I don't hate yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Kind of like it's that. just like that. It is kinda just like, like that. I mean, it's kind of like um, so so Parasite Steve, you are you are up next, sir. Okay. So <clears throat> I actually uh, am going to do pretty much what Randy just did, but um, I really have to I do have a story that accompanies it, but as boring as it is, the one lunch I was always the most excited for is the chicken patty. And mm-hmm. that um, 
you know, did not change all through my school career. I was the most excited for chicken patty in probably first and second grade. And I was the most mm-hmm. excited for it in 12th grade. Um, I just did it change I, I, over time. Not at all. Not, a, not no. an iota. I <laughs> <They> just, ever... <laughs> and you know what? I will tell you, I know why. <laughs> Uh, I know what it is. So, you know, like some people love the gravy and gravy makes everything okay. Like we were just talking about like, uh, yeah, no, for me, it was the, the shitty school, like barely edible mayonnaise. I love, I, the ketchup and mayo, dude, I, I don't know what I love school mayonnaise so much. Like we, we had the bombest freaking mayo and like, I, I just looked forward to it. It's the same reason why I will, if I, if I ever eat a filet of fish, it's because I love the tartar sauce mayo shit. I love that shit. Just give me the shit. Give me the jizz. Yes, I, I want like the they, jizz on it. I feel like they did Cane's mayonnaise. I don't know. Okay. I, I hate Cane's mayonnaise, but if that's what it is, then apparently I love it. I don't know. I think they got like it wasn't giant Hellman's. industrial. No, no. It tasted nothing like Hellman's. I think it's just like Mayo brain, Mayo brand mayonnaise. Brand like mayo. Government mayonnaise. Essentially, this they got <laughs> that sounds these, like a band. They got in these like kegs. They got like a keg of government mayonnaise, and uh, I don't know. I just loved it, and uh, it was very simple. It just had one piece of lettuce on it, and mayonnaise. And then at home, whenever my mom would make chicken patties, that's how I wanted it. I'm like, uh, just lettuce and mayonnaise. She's like, you don't want to do anything else. I'm like, no, lettuce and mayonnaise. She's like, because uh, I have like this and this and this. I'm like, lettuce and mayonnaise, please. And she's like, okay, because you always have it the same. And, and I was just wondering if you want. And I'm like, no, lettuce and mayonnaise, goddammit. Like, lettuce and mayonnaise, please. <laughs> like, like, you're in lettuce and mayonnaise. We also uh, have milk and no, juice I, and I soda. Just like and, um, so anyway, um, uh, the story that accompanies it is simply um, that uh, back to uh, previously, I mentioned my friend, our friend Danny. And in high school, <clears throat> she introduced Joe and I to the concept of mayonnaise is really friggin' delicious on French fries. So, yes, Randy, you said that you never got French fries. I don't think we got French fries in elementary and middle school. We definitely had exclusively tater tots. So for sure, with the chicken patty, it was always you got five tater tots. (laughs) That's it. Five. (laughs) And I loved those freaking tater tots. This will fill you up, right? (laughs) And I I, to this day, I just adore tater tots. If I could have a good crisp tot. If it's done real good, it's real crispy. So, like- so I resisted them. I resisted them. I didn't love tater tots in school. They were okay. And yeah. I never felt like they were cooked long enough or had a good oh, crunch. Okay. And I resisted mush. them. And it resisted. Now it's, and I don't know whether it's because restaurants started going to this type of, I don't want to say poor people food because that's not what I mean. But you understand like this. Like lower brow. Like it's, we don't need to do a fancy right, French fry. Right. We could just like do suddenly, like. Like you can buy tater tots in fancy restaurants. They have them in there. And sure, they're in this weird little cone with paper in it and they've dusted it with something. Oh, but it's yes, still a tater yes. tot. Truffle oil yeah. on it. Right. Truffle yeah. oil on it. But still, it was a tater tot from school lunch. That's the only place mm-hmm. you got a tater tot my entire life. Yeah, right. me too. Fancy restaurants. You know, that is yeah. that is a really, really apt point. Like I, I yeah. also would say I never got them outside of school until like much later and now yes they're very common and i actually have a uh i have a breakfast place that's right in town where i live and they have really amazing tater tots that are always done perfectly they're always perfectly crispy so i always substitute them for home fries um i mean vice versa if it comes with home fries i substitute the tots and they have like cajun tots which are even better and they dust with the cajun spicy so like honestly yeah like i 
<clears throat> if I can find a place that has really good tots, that's like my thing. I always get them. But anyway, so in high school, they had fries. And I, I don't I don't actually think that we had tater tots much in high school, if at all. I think they just always had these very bland shoestring sort of skinny fries, kind of like a kind of like a McDonald's fry, I guess. Um, yeah. But they didn't taste like that. They tasted like not a lot really even the oil that they were cooked in just didn't have like any flavor at all but but if you had if it was like you know a day that had something with mayo and they put the mayo out because i I don't know if the mayo was always out i think it was in like a squirty thing where it's like a pump um i think i could be wrong about that but oh my god we were just like all three of us we made such a big deal after danny like got us into it and she's like one day we looked over it's like what are you doing She's like, oh, I mean, French fries are awesome with mayo, like whatever. And she's like, don't give a fuck. Like, and what? and and for like one second, we're like, oh, too cool. That's gross. Like, oh, oh no, that's that's like unhealthy. That's weird. You're a weird yeah, person. Yeah. And then we like tried it and then and we're hooked. It's just like, oh my God, this is so damn good. So I don't know. It just became our thing. It was uh it was an exciting day for me whenever we just simply had the plain old chicken patty. I loved the chicken patty and I loved being able to dip my French fries in the mayo. Yes. So that's that. Sounds good. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Delightful. Uh, school is also where I discovered my my perfect burger topping, which oh. was school, school mayonnaise and barbecue sauce. Oh. Uh, because mm-hmm. the barbecue sauce was offered like all the time at school, but I didn't really use the mayonnaise on much of anything other than barbecue sauce and mayonnaise on a burger. I tried it one day because I'm like, these are two condiments that I don't think anyone's put together before uh but i i genuinely love them a lot uh but also the chicken patty sandwich at my school was just was called chicken deluxe like they exclusively called it chicken deluxe okay Uh, i think it was for us too in high school Uh, i actually think ours was called chicken deluxe too now that you say that like suddenly triggered a memory there Right. So chicken deluxe. And it it seemed so odd to me because I think the first time I ever had it, I was disappointed because I'm I'm like, where's the deluxe (laughs) part? It's just bread with a piece of chicken on it, which I mean, with the chicken patty on it, which is like, that's cool, you know, but you kind of oversold it. You know, I, I, I don't know where the deluxe the deluxitude comes from but yeah it was always chicken deluxe and then in high school they actually they upgraded uh and they would they would often serve regular chicken deluxe uh but then once in a while they would sell they would sell buffalo chicken sandwich which was the same exact chicken patty uh except it was now breaded in like a buffalo you know breading uh but it was affectionately called buff chick sand uh, that's how everybody <laughs> referred to it. It was not Buffalo chicken sandwich. It was buff chick sand and all the, you know, all the football teams like, Oh yeah. Getting buff chick sand. Yeah. Buff chick sand. Uh, so, <laughs> so weird. Hyped about that. Yeah. People would write it on whiteboards and shit. They would just like chicks was C H I X buff chicks. Sand. Sand, <laughs> sand is another oh, thing. Yeah. And I don't I know. Like all of those are words, buff chicks, sand. Like it, that, that's what they said. It was, it was a funny memory. Is chicks a word with an X though? Um, no, but when you say it, it sounds like the word chicks. It does. Like it multiple does. small baby chickens. Um, but yeah, it's it, it was funny and weird. Uh, just a, a weird thingy that that happened. Um, but uh, yeah, nice. Guys, well done. We've made it to the halfway point of the episode. And yes. uh, we've actually found a good amount to talk about. Look at us. We're, we're, we're so chummy. Yeah. We're so much to ch- 
to chum about and talk about with all this crap we used to have to eat. I'm so, enjoying uh, the banter. I'm enjoying oh, the banter. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> I, that's it's the best part, honestly. I'm glad I'm glad you're here for it, Randy. So we are wrapping up our first half. Uh, we are going to go on a short break, but before we do. Uh, we have something to ponder. I have an octoponder question for all of you. And I posted it on Facebook today. Uh, it was a simple octoponder. It was not one that required a lot of deep thought. Uh, and, you know, it was, I, I, I got, got some, 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 a few responses here and there, and then it kind of had an uptick. So I've actually been writing down the, the answers as we've been recording because the, the answers are just piling in. You know, they're, they're just coming in like crazy. Uh, so uh, so the question was, what was everyone's favorite drink to take to school in their lunchbox? You know, when you when you packed a lunch, when you had to bring lunch to school, what what was your drink box of choice? Uh, and so you can ponder that for a bit. Um, we have a few answers for Retroids. We actually have a few answers from my personal Facebook because I said, God damn it, I want more answers. So I asked <laughs> a different pool of people. Uh, so we just have we have a, a few answers to go with. So. We're going to go on a short break and we'll come right back to that. Hey, what's going on? I'm Steven. And I'm Ron. And we're the hosts of the Super Retro Throwback Reviews audio podcast. If you like to hear the latest pop culture news with some smart ass commentary as well as the latest movie reviews, then check us out. Also, we're a multi award nominated podcast, so we're doing something right. God knows how that happened. So check us out on all major podcasts and distributors and check out Super Retro Throwback Reviews on all social media platforms. Patsy, the angry nerd, lover of science and sharks. And I'm Ashes Von Nightmare, the real housewife of Transylvania and mistress of Merlot. And, and we're, we're the hosts, hosts of the Throwdown Thursday, Thursday podcast. podcast, part of the Somebodies and Grand Guignol Networks. Join us each and every Thursday as we break down all the characters you love and love to hate. That's right. We cover characters from movies, television, books, video games, and even real historical figures. Plus, we discuss science. And wine. Like, so much wine. Like, all the wine. We also pit random characters against each other in free-for-all contests voted on by you, the listener, and reveal the results the following week. Did I mention the wine? Like, there's a lot of wine. So join us on our journey through pop culture on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. And we, and we will, will see, see you next, next Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> This is Larry Blamire, the director of Lost Skeleton of Cadavra, and you are listening to Retro Reductopus. Oh, yeah. Hey, are you ready to do some thinking? It's about that time where we ask you, the audience, to octo-ponder this. All right, welcome back aboard, everyone. Before we took a break, I asked you, what was your favorite drink to take to school in your lunchbox when you were growing up? Uh, so we'll kind of go around in our same order that we did for the question for the main segment for the mystery meat and potatoes. I'm going to keep saying that because I thought of it and now I'm happy about it. Uh, and so then we are going to uh, go to the retroids and we'll talk about all the different answers we got on Facebook and then we'll go on to the next segment. So uh, my my drink of choice was always it was always Capri Sun, but it was specifically the surfer cooler. Mm. Um, surfer cooler man had my friggin number it was like pear no no what it was like pear and peach and just like you know, it tasted like a surfer you know what i mean like yeah just really 
it was salty like, yeah. and it was uh, a little high and uh, yeah it had yeah. that miami flavor you know yes. it was like it, the the box just showed a, a pear and an orange and a lemon getting like <laughs> getting it on just getting, getting it, it on, on. Oh. Just, just doing it yeah just just frankly uh but um i don't i don't remember the exact era of of capri sun that i was i, I remember the the pouches always had like the the people with like not much detail on them and like the purple sunglasses yes yes yep uh so that era of surfer cooler i freaking loved it loved it i remember the first time i tried a midori sour i said oh this is great it tastes like surfer cooler (laughs) which is weird because midori is melon right 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 it is yeah but i mean i don't know i didn't have to be right i just i I also loved capri sun just jokingly i always called it caprison just because it made it sound like a medicine. And uh, so so uh, I, I enjoyed the Pacific Cooler quite a bit, too. That's not my choice, but I did love, I loved, yeah. I loved me some Caperson. Oh, Caperson's delicious. Respect the pouch. Respect that. <laughs> uh, all right, Randy. So when I was a kid, uh, we didn't have anything like a Capri Sun. It was nothing I'm familiar with. Now, remember, this is the early and mid-70s. So we just, you had your, you had your um, thermos that came in your lunchbox and your mom put milk in it. So I wouldn't say that was my favorite or not favorite, or I even had a choice. It was just milk (laughs) in my lunchbox. Um, If I brought a lunch, uh, you know, so, which we'll get to the dark side later on the other segment, but I didn't have a choice. So I, I I mean, that's sort of my half-ass answer here. There was, there was no other option. I don't even know if there I don't even know what yeah. you would bring. I guess your mom could put apple juice in or something like that, but I didn't have a choice. We just had milk in it. And then your th- <laughs> and it didn't matter how hard much you cleaned it. Your thermos just always smelled like sour milk. You could never yeah. get yes, that. yes, right, yeah, never get right. that smell out of it. Like I can yeah. smell, I like I can I can smell it right now when I think. <laughs> yes, of it. like they right, say, like you can't smell a picture. You, yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. I can smell that. I can smell that. You can like smell a memory. Milk and plastic. <laughs> it's just like, yep, ooh. yep totally. Uh, yeah, by yeah, lunchtime. I mean, by lunchtime, the milk's not going to be fresh. I mean, nope. that's so. So I'm <laughs> nope. gonna, I'm gonna uh, because I didn't have an answer, a cool one like a like a, a pear flavored Capri Sun or anything like that. I, I'm gonna. I'm I sound gonna, like such a fucking hipster, right? They're like, oh, they're like, yeah. I had that shake, and my mom put a little martini mixer in there for me. <laughs> did a little thing like, a sour mix for me. See, no, that's what you use your 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 your, your thermos for is like your little martini mixer, but um. A funny story that is that when I was a kid, we had two lunchboxes, my favorite Star Wars lunchbox that we weren't allowed to use, which doesn't make any sense, but that was our favorite nice lunchbox. And the one we used all the time was a Fat Albert lunchbox. But we also Uh used to use those lunchboxes. We used to live near the beach. We lived in Quincy. It was a big, long beach called Wallston Beach. And we would go there all the time and hang out. And we loved collecting bottle caps. And the people would be, you know, dumping them all over the beach, drinking on the beach and everything all the time. So I would gather all of my beer bottle caps into my lunchbox. That's how I would carry them and bring them home. Then I would put my lunch in my lunchbox and we'd bring that to school. So my lunchbox smelled like sour milk and beer. And I can smell, I can smell that uh, rusting, the rusting, (laughs) rusting bottle cap. Smell. Oh, and, and sometimes they'd sit in my lunchbox and they're damp from being out at the beach and stuff like that. And there would be little bottle cap, rusty rail, bottle cap rings all on the inside of my Fat Albert lunchbox. Oh. And it would smell like this rusty, metallic 
beer smell and sour milk. So I hope you. Uh, I hope, I hope you <laughs> I'm in jail. Um, but uh, so anyway, that was my side story. Thank you for letting me tell it because I didn't have a cool drink story. No, that was I, th- great. I think that was you great. painted an incredible like nasal picture yes! for us to yes. all enjoy and and to fully understand probably the darker side of this podcast uh, when we get there. Uh, very very uncomfortable aroma profile. Very yes. intense. Yes. Terrible nose feel. Um, just Thumbs really. down. The worst. <laughs> Thumbs down. Amazing. None out of yeah. ten. Do not recommend. Yeah. Two nostrils way down. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, all right. Nintendo. Uh, what? What? What did you? What were you drinking, guy? Dude, I was totally drinking the little hug fruit barrels. Oh Dude. yes. Remember those? those? Yes. Those were the yes. those were the quintessential drive-in movie drink for me. Like we would just buy a twenty-four pack and put it in the back of the yeah car. for like. Oh, like, those are the ones like that you'd punch the juice, the, the 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 just colored juice, and you'd poke yes. your thumb through the foil yes. on the top of them. Yep. Yes. yes, yes, yep, oh, yep, little barrels, little yeah. hugs. They're called. Yep. Yeah, yep. yep, and 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 we would take those to the beach too. Oh yeah, not yep. just the so, school. time. So let me ask Joe: mm-hmm. Were you a hole puncher or a peeler? Uh, I was a puncher. I was a puncher for puncher. sure. Yeah. No. Yep. Yep. I feel like I punched with my teeth. I feel like I just kind of. Oh, teeth yes. puncher. Yes. You're a yep. biter. Tooth puncher. Tooth yeah. puncher. Tooth puncher. <laughs> it's like the nemesis of, kicks uh, with the of power dentists punches. everywhere. He bites with the power of fists. Oh man, yeah. I think I would try to peel it, but fail, and then I would just right. Punch, yeah, punch yeah. Because yeah, the adhesive peel. was always so friggin' strong. Oh. I'm like, I'm, I'm a wimpy kid. Here's my diary, and right. uh, and you know, I, I can't mean, friggin'. A lot so of you times, when, when you try to peel it off, it was just, it would just be the the side that was folded over. Yeah, that would be the right. only thing that would come off, and you still yeah. have the top. It's like, well, what the fuck? How am I supposed to get this off? Right. So see, now you guys know why I asked that question. It wasn't just a weird question. Yeah, that was a good question. No, it was a very valid question. Very valid. I I actually completely forgot option three that Steve said, the tooth puncher. Right, the tooth puncher. I actually used to bite it and pull with my teeth because I should never, never do that. You should never bite something and pull with your teeth. You know, that's how you end up looking like me. But... You know, I, I sometimes was like, well, I can't pull it. And I, you know, so I would try to just bite the foil and just hurt and then pull the pull the mm. cap back. Mm. But, uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. We all uh, we all had our ways. Uh, we all had our ways. You know. There are many ways to skin a cat. Yes. Um, to skin and, a hug. And these are. <clears throat> uh, so, Parasite Steve, what is what is your drink of choice? Okay, so my drink of choice is technically the most popular one that our Retroid said. So I won't say it. Um, I'll let you get to that. Um, I Skim think, milk. I think most of us would agree that this was a, a really good one, but you'll, you can reveal that. Um, so <clears throat> I, I just sort of have like a smorgasbord of other ones I remember. I'll just uh, run down the list. First of all, I'm going to go with the, uh, the first time I remember ever seeing a, <clears throat> a bottle, a plastic bottle instead of a juice box and that was the kool-aid cool burst and this was like a revolutionary thing i loved it everybody loved it everybody had them when they came out it was like rampant everybody had them i really liked the berry blue flavor uh it didn't really taste as good as berry blue if you bought the pouch but uh it was good and i just wanted everything every drink had to be blue when i was a little Mm -hmm. kid 
Um, so that was a really good one. And following with the, the blue drinks, uh, there was a bunch of knockoffs that came out. Uh, one of the ones that um, 8-Bit you mentioned in the group chat was Squeeze It. That was a kind of a weird one. They had like faces like on the bottles. The, mo- the bottles had molded like faces on them and they had different like characters, I guess, that they were. I didn't really have those too much, but there was another one called Mondo. And uh, despite being a, uh, I mean, not, it wasn't just an amazing 80s bud- buzzword. It was also a Kool-Aid Cool Burst ripoff. It, you may remember because it had the sturdiest bottle known to man. It probably had 40% more plastic than it actually needed to exist. And it's probably yeah. doing detrimental harm to our planet, even as we speak. There are probably so many freaking Mondo bottles out there that are just, they're just killing us. They're, they're choking the life out of this planet. Good job, Mondo. There's no reason for that much freaking plastic to be used in one bottle. But you know what? Uh, it was badass. Like, I love these things. I was like, man, you could like beat someone to death with this. Yeah, it's incredible. But uh, they also had a blue flavor that I uh, quite enjoyed. And I did. I did actually like the drink. You can't call it juice because holy shit. Uh, this is like juice the way, you know, we were saying Pringles and ice cream at school. Anyway, uh, it's a uh, it's a drink. It's a blue drink. And uh, I enjoyed it there. Um, also, there's one and it took me some doing. It took me some hardcore thinking. Some I had going. to really put on the thinking cap and I had to th- sit in my thinking spot and go think, 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 think Oh, think, Robert. Think. Oh, Robert. And um, I came up with it eventually. It, it was I knew it was a drink that was in the early 90s. And I remembered that it was marketed to adults. It was like the adult juice box. Not to say that it was alcoholic because it wasn't, but it was the adult juice box. And oh, my God, finally, I came up with it. I posted the one of the commercials to our group today hilarious it's called boku it was b-o-k-u and the spokesperson was richard lewis who was very popular at the time he was on he had he had a show with uh uh it was jamie lee curtis him and jamie lee curtis it was like anything but love maybe was it I i think his show but I don't know this. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Richard Lewis. Oh, well, Tim, he, you know, he's the uh, he's Prince John. Yeah, and no, you're, you're right. It's right. anything but love. With anything Jamie but love. Curtis. Yeah. 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 I, know, yeah. I know Richard Lewis. I oh, you know, know Richard Lewis. Lewis. So he's like very, very Jewish, very neurotic. You know, he's like, oh, he's like, hey, you know, and every commercial was about how like other people don't understand that he just wants a Boku, but it's very adult and it's it's really mature. He's like, he's like, hey, it doesn't come with a straw. He's like, it's you just drink it. It's just got adult flavors like white grape. And he's like, you know, hey, what's the big deal? He's like, she didn't understand. And and he's like, I just want a Boku. He's like, I just wanted to go down the Boku aisle. He's like, oh, I just want a Boku. It's a big deal. And he says Boku like a thousand times every commercial. It's really crazy. I had forgotten all about these commercials. But when I watched it, it was like wave of nostalgia just Whammo. around me. And uh, it was it was it was incredible. It took me a while today. To come up with Boku, man, I was like, I know it's a word. I know it's a word. <laughs> I know it's, a word. <laughs> it's a word. Well, yeah, because like cool later. I'm like, I know it's a word that means something. And that's like all I had at first. And eventually it just snapped. And it was like, oh, my God, it's Boku. And then I didn't know how to spell it because it's right. B-O-K-U. It's not like the actual right. French word. So uh, anyway, it's not Boku. But um, right. Anyway, so I those are, don't those are remember. My I don't remember mentions. this at all. But that's that's really funny that it was like a adult branded like juice because it's yeah. still sold in juice box form. Like it was taller. It, it was not, a little bit taller, and it had a little piece of foil that it was, was on, a baller. 
It, it, it did. Uh, it tried to be a baller. It tried to be super cool. And it's just, I, I think people just didn't give a shit. But um, right. it was had a little piece of foil, just very small, just over the mouth piece. <laughs> that didn't sound right. The, yeah, the where you would drink from. It's but, like a saxophone. Uh, but yeah, you drink it like the guy plays the sax in the in the vampire movie. There was, <laughs> uh, was the Lost Boys. Um, yeah. But anyway, so um, yeah, it's, you got to look up these commercials. Like if you were around in the early '90s, if you were like not a little kid and you may have seen these like oh my god please look it up on youtube they're terrible quality but richard lewis is gold it's hilarious such a weird neurotic person to have as your spokesperson right and it, and he's coming from a position the marketing decision is the stories are all from a defensive position it's that people have not already not understood have already persecuted him for liking this product and he doesn't see what the big deal is it's a very weird angle and it's so probably my, why it didn't work so anyway. my curiosity got the best of me and i'm gonna watch the commercials afterwards but i pulled up the boku juice and first of all i honestly didn't know richard lewis was still alive but he is and good news for that you know um uh, because I remember him back from when I was young, but that yeah. Boku juice thing yeah. was around from 1990 until 2003. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it had, and it's pretty for, good. And it had oh. a competitor of Minute Maid. They had a competing adult juice box for the, uh, as well. But yeah, that was a nostalgia wave. I remember those commercials now. I'm going to have to watch them all later. Uh, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, a Boku. Uh, Boku beverages appear in the Disney Plus series Loki. Which yeah, do, does, really, I, does that's what it says. For someone a Boku, I don't know, but I do point? know that the the my actual number one pick, which you'll get to because all of our retroids pretty much picked it, that was in Loki. We'll get to that. But yeah. Apparently, okay. I didn't the, see a Boku. The Maybe there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's get let's let's move right along to some of those picks. Yes. So uh, we we have uh, no less than seventeen people who weighed in on this octoponder wow. between retroids and and people that I am personally friends with on my not eight bit alchemy page. Psh, don't tell anybody. Okay. Don't tell anybody. That's not nobody. Real name. Nobody knows. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> it's it's a secret uh, to everybody. Oh my god, it's a secret. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. So uh, I. There is this one, this one great elephant in the room, this one giant, uh, you know, monster titan of juice boxes that everybody and their mom loved. And uh, and 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 so, I mean, it's going to be apparent as I go through these, but I'm going to do it in typical fashion uh, and I'm just going to read them from the order I received them. Uh, so start out with some of with uh, Phil Conti, Phil Conti right out the gate. He gets us there. He always Ecto does. Cooler. Oh, Ecto yes. cooler. Ecto cooler. Let's hear yes. it. Ecto cooler. Everybody. I don't know what that is. Is that uh is that from like Ghostbusters? Yeah, that was the uh, Slimer high C flavor. Right. Because yes. the because there was the Ecto one was their Ecto one. Yep. Ambulance. And, yep. Well so it, was a, it was a hearse. 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 It was a hoist. Was it? Ecto cooler was yeah. a was like a green colored citrus drink that tasted orangey tangerine but just this unique brand of of whatever yes uh, that was encapsulated by ecto cooler 
and uh, boy, howdy, was it a popular one. Mm-hmm. Uh, frankly, yeah. I'm not even positive how I tried it because I felt like it would have been gone by the time I was growing up, but I, it must have brought it back at some point during the 90s. Uh, but yeah, so Phil Conti, Ecto Cooler. Uh, we have our bud Adam Letourneau, who, uh, who actually offers up first. He says, Hi, see, Hula Punch Ooh. Uh, was a, a personal favorite of his, but it could not compare to the greatest of all time, the GOAT, Ecto Cooler. Uh, <laughs> Eric Michaud says, Chocolate milk. Uh, he, would, he would typically buy lunch and he would buy chocolate milk. Uh, I'm right there with you. I bought me a lot of chocolate milk. Uh, Russ Lyman, a.k.a. Rustly Man, uh, says Ecto Cooler. Uh, Mark Macrina. Uh, hi there, Mark. You, you, I feel like you're a newest, newish retroid to the Octoponder scene, so I'm going to point you out to so make you want to participate more so that I embarrass you a little bit. Uh, but Mark Macrina, Ecto Cooler. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, and then and then we just have a, a whole other bunch of list of people. We got uh, Jess Chase, uh, who says vodka, which, fuck yeah. I feel like maybe he was being facetious, but I don't know where he grew up. Uh, Je- Jess Chase is a woman, uh, but uh, she, she I don't know. I mean, she might have just gone ham. You know, she might have gone hard in in uh, in in. Might have gone full, full wham, full, <laughs> full whammy, full vodka. Uh, Brandon Powers says, hi, see grape. <laughs> and well, hey, whatever. And Ecto Cooler. Oh, I know. Okay. And uh, Kelly Lambert says Sunny D. That's a great one. I I drank a lot of Sunny D growing up. I feel like I barely ever had it to bring to school. Uh, Gwen Troll says the Grape Capri Sun. I think I don't think I only person who has Uh, ever championed Grape Capri Sun. I don't think I ever tried. I I didn't know they had grape. I I will tell you why I know they had grape. And the only reason is because it came in Lunchables sometimes. <laughs> oh, oops. oops. You have no choice. Oh, we got to get rid of this grape somehow. Exactly. Sometimes when you would get Pacific Cooler. Sometimes you would get Atlantic Cooler. Sometimes you would get, you know, whatever other ocean cooler. And sometimes you'd get grape. <clears throat> grape Caperson. Uh, Steve Banks says, <clears throat> Acto Cooler. And he also says, squeeze it, oh, which is great. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I really wanted those to get mentioned. I loved the squeezits. I was affectionately known as skis it when I was a kid because I had big cheeks and Steve and Joe would just make it a point to always squeeze my cheeks. I, like, really, hey, wish, I really wish you hadn't told that story. It's, it's way weirder now that we're all just adults. <clears throat> well, super uncomfortable fact. And we <laughs> Look get you did. real fact. and I'm going to tell the story. It was the- it's. Of course, the, I'm gonna tell the story. caveat is that they were the cheeks on his face. Let's just let's just get that out in the open. No one thought otherwise. Until <laughs> you, you were a it. baby. I was a kid, was little there. kid, little, little kid. Yes. Look, he's my big brother. Like, yes. you know, there's hazing. OK, it's just part of it. It's not weird. Yeah. Uh, so so squeeze it's were a great freaking juice uh, juice pop box thing that, that honestly, I just love because the bottle had like this crazy, exaggerated cartoon face, like kind of molded into the plastic bottle and the commercials were always these insane cartoon characters with their heads exploding uh with juice coming out and it was a little violent little 90s <laughs> um but uh they were they were pretty great and then he also mentioned that uh, steve banks uh, also mentions yoohoo yoohoo big summer oh yeah oh. uh right. yoohoo right. is chocolate uh, water know, yeah chocolate water yeah, chocolate water chocolate yeah. rain uh some stay nope. dry well yeah i guess it is chocolate rain 
Crockett Rain. But uh, YooHoo, I I actually unironically like that a lot. That drink I associate a lot with my dad because I would oftentimes like if we went to the beach or whatever, if we packed lunch, uh, packed like sandwiches or lunch or whatever, it was like almost always YooHoo that came with it that we would you know he would get. Uh, so YooHoo, chocolate, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Cooper says Ecto Cooper, uh, <laughs> and then he says or High Sea Tropical Punch. And then he says in high school, he got real cool and he started drinking Snapple Rain. Ooh. Oh, oh you guys didn't drink Fruitopia? Oh, please. Snapple Rain, Snapple Rain. Yeah. A little, little Snapple yeah. Rain for you. Yeah, there. thank you. That was, that was smooth. Not, you know, one of those one of those songs that no one's heard before. Mm. Uh, Robin Ruain. Ruain? I'm sorry, Robin. I don't think I've ever tried to say your last name out loud. Robin Ruain. That's correct. Okay, cool. Uh, school bought chocolate milk. Uh, okay. You didn't understand the question, but it was pretty straightforward. Robin, come on, read it. Uh, school bought <laughs> chocolate milk. Uh, maybe she Rob- never. Maybe she never brought anything. Maybe she always just bought it. I don't know, but then you would just say that. You know, you wouldn't. <laughs> you would just say I never brought. It. You wouldn't just. Robin, you wouldn't come on. Bother to carve the word arg. Arg. You would just say arg. God. All right, Rob, we love you. Uh, Rob Schmales uh, says he used to drink the tears of his enemies hmm. until high school when he really got a taste for blood. Hmm. Which, you know, I feel like that. I feel like that's very on the second half. For, yeah, for that Rob might lead Schmales. to the second half of yeah. the episode. But, you know, Schmales, I'm glad you you turned it around. You got some iron in your diet. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's good. Uh, I mean, he is a pale, pale mofo. You know, so, some stuff is making sense now. Yeah, right. Rob Pales, am mm. I right? Rob- oh, oh my God. Oh my God. That was good. <laughs> I'm going to laugh about that one later. I need time to save up. <laughs> I'm going to have myself a laugh on that one. He wants to, yeah, he's putting that as his laughter spank bank. Oh my this god! My giggle when, when, the, when the kids are when the kids are in bed. <laughs> Dad's always laughing at night and shit. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! All right, all right, all right. Power through. <clears throat> Rosa Parabicoli says high C fruit punch. Hmm. Um, I I mean I liked all the flavors of high C honestly. Like Acton Cooler was dope as hell, but yeah, high C was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Pedro Sousa says chocolate milk. I mean, I mean, when you had the option, like you can't go wrong. Chocolate milk, right? Yeah. Can't go wrong. Uh, Bonnie Spalding says milk or chocolate milk, whatever she felt like. Uh, Greg Drought says ecto cooler. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, and then uh, Lindsay Marie spe- says, with a specific caveat, she was only allowed to bring Caprisa, which feels like an intense, like random limitation on what you could bring for maybe for she life. her her family owns uh part of the son. Capri son family right, right. <laughs> they're, they're like look okay we have a son you know, son is her maiden name <laughs> yes. she doesn't want you to know it's capri you always hyphen, wear son. capris it at work or at school yes wear capris oh name son i had to bring capri son like yes. my family owns a, a a majority share in the company okay um, part of the caprison empire Capricorn Empire. Uh, yeah. All, she, so that, all she wanted was a Pepsi. That's all I wanted. <laughs> all she wanted was a Boku. 
there is one of the Boku commercials. Richard Lewis is like, he's like, I got to a party. And everybody's like, hey, do you want a Coke or do you want a Pepsi? And I'm like, oh, that combination. Ah, I don't want to belch. I don't like belching. Belching's for babies. I all I want is a Boku. And all I can think of is who the fuck, who the fuck has a party and buys both Coke and fucking Pepsi? Who Every party I've ever been right. to says we serve Coke. What products. the hell am I? Are you shitting me, Richard Lewis? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. You fucking you slow your roll. You should have been like Coke or Sprite. OK, then maybe I could get behind the scenario. Nobody fucking bought Coke and Pepsi at their goddamn party and then offered both to their guests. Yeah. Bullshit. It just does. It just doesn't. Happen. It's not <clears> it doesn't thing. add up. It's not a real scenario. I mean, maybe if it was like wild cherry Pepsi. And regular Coke, maybe they didn't have cherry Coke. And they're like, well, I like the cherry. So I'll get, but that's not what was said. Right. Or, or it was a diet situation. They, right. had, they didn't have diet Coke. So they, they didn't have diet, diet Coke, right? Yeah, that would be fine too. Right. Do you want Coke or Pepsi? Like, I don't like the belch. Belching's for babies. Also, Literally what people, he says. At those parties, they're really, they don't care which it is. They just want to put it in their rum. They don't. Mm-hmm. They right, right. No one's <laughs> drinking it straight. I just <laughs> wanted a Boku. My my problem with this whole scenario, I mean, you bring up a very valid point, but the problem is you motherfucking went to a party and and wanted a juice box. (laughs) Brand. What the hell, man? Like, that's so so weird. So at the end of that same commercial, he goes, next time I'm bringing my own Boku. (laughs) I'll show them. I swear to God, he says the name so many times per commercial. It's unbelievable. No, there's like 15 commercials queued up that I'm going to watch. Yeah. Boku. Randy's going to have himself it a just, Boku it, binge party. It breaks the word. There's like Boku. 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 The word's not fixed to begin with. It's a weird oh, word. <laughs> oh, God. All right. That's enough octopondering. That's everyone. Um, right. Thanks, everybody, for thanks, weighing guys. in on that. Yeah. Uh, thanks for all those answers. It's fun. It's fun to have participation. We love it. So thank <laughs> you so much. Sure um, we uh, we always love feedback and we love when you you tweet at us or you redoctopus email our redoctopus uh, Gmail account or or just, you know, just call us on the phone. No, don't call mm-hmm. us on the goddamn phone. Um, but anyway, uh, thanks for the thanks for the weighing in. And we're gonna get to the second half of this episode, and we're gonna get a little bit a little bit less positive. Mm. Uh, we're gonna start highlighting the the not so nostalgia of these school lunches because a lot of them sucked, right? Like a <laughs> lot of them, a lot of right? them sucked. Yeah, a lot yes. of them really friggin' sucked. Uh, so, so I will I will start this off with my burger emoji hyphen story and then i will also give you my first pick of bad uh so uh i i was never a big fan of the burgers at school i oftentimes just thought they were gross i never wanted hamburger i would pretty much only buy if it was a cheeseburger day and i uh, i didn't often have the choice of like barbecue sauce and mayonnaise to put on it until high school so most of the time it was just you know whatever ketchup uh mustard and i just i wasn't that big of a fan of it but i got a burger one day and i i went back to um to the lunch table to put you know the condiments on it that i was going to use and i open up the burger and i take the top bun off and i'm looking at the burger and i go hey dan what the hell is that and he looks at it and he goes, is that an elbow macaroni? And I said, yes, it is. There was an elbow macaroni within 
the burger patty. Like embedded in the burger. Like embedded in the burger meat. Just oh, not, no. not just on top, like in the <laughs> meat patty. What do you think in the burger? The burgers. <laughs> was an elbow I macaroni. heard that. And I, I was like, Dunsky. Like, all set. I'm like, look, I get it. It wasn't somebody's fucking toenail. It's just a piece of macaroni. But the, 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 you know, the equations that were running through my head of like, how the hell did this get here? How are the burgers made? Why was there macaroni anywhere nearby? I don't understand. How did it get this far? What else is in the burger? What else is in the burger? Who else knows about this? You know, so this was, uh, this was a real big turning point for me. And I'm like, nope. No more school burgers. Uh, <laughs> That's, a nope. That's a that nope. That's a nope. Yeah. So that was that was really yikers. Um, but the uh, the lunch that I remember with a, I I I also have some honorable mentions here, but I'll save those for later. Uh, the one I really remember a lot that I did not like, that was weird to me because everyone loved it, and this plays back into the first half of the segment. Uh, so this this lunch was called Turkey Fricassee. And turkey fricassee was, again, it was the ice cream scoop of the, you know, partially hydrogenated potato mass. And then it was like this super thin watery gravy and these like big, perfectly cubed chunks of turkey. And it was like, it was such like a, a problematic texture kind of equation for me like i hated the feeling of the mashed potatoes i didn't like the way they tasted the, ch- the turkey was weird i hated that it was a cube and i didn't like the, the flavor of it and it was just all kinds of wrong every aspect of it was just like oh what the fuck and everybody loved it people went went pretty hard for turkey fricassee like they would line hmm. up they would get really psyched for it and the thing that also weirded me out that I super didn't ever do was to make a turkey fricassee sandwich where like they would serve it with like this little thing of bread on the side and and people would often cut the you know the roll in half and make and just stuff the mashed potatoes and turkey gravy into the bread and then just eat this like <clears throat> turkey fricassee sandwich monstrosity and I was just super duper all set with that like no no part of that do I want at all um, and I don't know I felt like I was on an island like everyone liked turkey fricassee but <laughs> it was gross also nothing like what turkey fricassee actually is I feel like that's also appropriation frankly they're just like um I don't know it's uh, <laughs> it's a word that applies to food yeah. somewhere, Some. and they're like, okay, but like that has this, this is not what that is. What's for Cassie? Is, what's for Cassie? Oh, I mean, like Carmine for Cassie? Oh, I know that guy. Ah, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Well, was wait, like, wait, wasn't he one of the Batman villains? I think so. I think guy? yeah, Carmine right. for Cassie. Yeah, <laughs> he was the guy who uh, who uh, who was at war with uh, Noses Malone. He was the guy who had two noses. <laughs> Apparently, real turkey fricassee is supposed to have parsley, turkey stock, uh, some amount of white wine or dry sherry, uh, a chestnut or button mushrooms, uh, 150 la la. milliliters of double cream. I know. I mean, it sounds nice. <laughs> 150 milliliters of double cream. I don't even know what that is. Or creme fraiche. <laughs> and when 800 grams. It, I just like that you said boneless. it so disgusted. 
<laughs> and 800 <laughs> grams of leftover boneless cooked turkey chopped mm. into chunks or shredded. Mm. Now that is chunks, not cubes, not geometric cubes. Perfect mm. in mm. every in every way. So mm. uh, no thanks. No thanks on that one. Randy, yeah. over to you. So I'm, I'm going to uh, continue the same theme of everybody else loved this and I did not like it. I'll just come out and say it, and I'm a little uh, kind of embarrassed about it, but I didn't like school pizza. I never liked school pizza. We never had Domino's. We didn't have slices of pizza. It just, you know, that sounds wonderful. Those, that would be nice, but it was really just sheet pan pizza. The cheese never really melted right, and it just didn't taste good. And people went nuts, like you said. Uh, the people would be, you know, they didn't bring, kids didn't bring their the lunch that day on pizza day. Mm-hmm. And they would absolutely go crazy for it, like chanting in the halls, writing on whiteboards, you know, be <laughs> like Pete, Pete's day or whatever, Chick's day, Buff Chick's day. Buff sand. Yeah, did sand. Right. <laughs> and I just didn't like it. I don't I'm I'm sure yeah. I had I'm sure I ate it, but I never I never liked it. It was I, I was mystified by why people love this. I, I I swore they loved the idea of it more than they liked the pizza. Hmm. I totally am with you on that one, Randy. I mean, other than the occasional like if I managed to get the dominoes, like I really didn't like the the school pizza that was either like the square or or the perfect circle with like the single pepperoni in the middle. I just was like, <laughs> like the, the cheese texture was a problem. It was plasticky. I was like, yeah, eh. it like melted and then got hard again and then went under a heat lamp. And you're like, Ugh. so, yeah, I, I was also just not into that at all. Yeah, um, that, that was my and I <clears> and <throat> I, I, I this is a funny thing. And that's more elementary school. Like I said, I don't. I don't remember later on, I probably skipped pizza then too, but that was elementary school is really like visceral. Is that the right word I'm looking at? Like vivid memories, visceral members of, of not wanting that pizza and not liking that pizza. But I can also remember, I can't ever remember having pizza outside of that. Pizza wasn't a thing we ever had. It wasn't a thing. We never ordered pizza or had pizza or anything like that. It wasn't part of my childhood. I didn't even have it to compare it to. I probably had actual pizza when I was probably a teenager or something like that. I was okay. probably like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> right. Right. Because when you really taste it, it's not the friggin' school pizza. <clears throat> right. So the, right. so the reason I make that point, it wasn't like I was comparing it to another pizza. It wasn't like, oh, well, this isn't like the pizza we get when mom orders on Friday night. You know, we've never had pizza. It was the only pizza I knew of. So right, I was like. Right. I was a fan. So getting older, I was like, why are these people going crazy about pizza? But so that's uh, that was that was I'm definitely in the minority and probably in the entire country of people of a lunch they didn't like probably wasn't pizza. Right. Right. Totally. Um, Okay, Nintendo, how do you feel about that? Randy just shot down your one true love. (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean, well, (laughs) I mean, you guys are not wrong. I mean, it's definitely like not the best pizza. For sure. Um, you can tell it's school pizza, but it was the only lunch that I would eat. Right. It was the only one I could tolerate. <clears throat> All the other ones just like, eh, I mean, they're there, whatever. And I had it was the only one I remember coming with salad. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, true. It always had a salad with it, always. Which was mostly yeah. iceberg lettuce. I think it had like uh, like strips carrots. of carrots. Yep. Yeah. And just yeah, it wasn't uh, anything special, Italian, but drenched dressing. in Italian dressing. Yes. Like, like swimming. <laughs> yes. Swimming. Soupy. Yeah. Like, I would like some lettuce with my dressing. <laughs> lettuce soup. Mm. Runny, runny school pizza 
lousy salad and <laughs> jello with fruit floating in it. Yum. Suspended. Oh, yeah. Yes. I forgot jello about fruit that. Thing. Yeah. The, the gelatin with the fruit suspended in it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> audible recoil yeah yeah seriously all right so joe what 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 lunch did you not like uh which one (laughs) (laughs) all of it um like i said i was never big into eating lunch at school um i think uh well at at the time this this was in in middle school Mm -hmm. uh I said this in our last episode. Uh, I was saving up for a Super Nintendo, and right. back then lunch was like a dollar twenty or whatever. How much it was? I think it was a dollar twenty-five because I remember yeah. taking the quarter and I would always wrap the dollar yeah. around the quarter and have that in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. And uh, every day, my parents would just give me a dollar twenty-five. And I would just not eat lunch because I was that determined to get the Super Nintendo. Right. And it was months and months and months before I could even buy one. And uh, because of it, I just, I couldn't eat lunch ever. Uh, I would just starve myself. And it got to a point where I would be throwing up stomach acid mm-hmm. and, and in my head, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why am I throwing up this yellow gunk? Not Bile. Knowing, not knowing yeah. at the time there was stomach acid. Right. Surprised you right. didn't pass out, Joe. Uh, that's, that has happened, I think in, in uh, high school, but I think that was unrelated to uh, what I was doing in middle school. Um but yeah, I got my Super Nintendo, so mission accomplished. Yay! Uh, yeah. Probably not the Yay. most healthiest way to get it. Question mark. But, um, <laughs> right. but it did lead to problems down the road. Yeah. Uh, to like not eating to, okay, uh, I got to learn how to put the fork down again. <laughs> and uh, now that I've been diagnosed with anxiety and depression, food has been uh, a comfort thing. Right. And uh, now I eat lunch. A lot now and uh a little too much and now i'm a fat asshole and uh yeah <laughs> well you know you're, you're our fat asshole i am a fat asshole yeah no you're our lying. our fat asshole. yes yes we yes. own you you guys have <laughs> my fat ass <laughs> i mean what i will say about the super nintendo is that it showed some serious determination and dedication true. that most kids do not have that so true. that is that right. is one positive. I do not recommend it. Right. Not, not recommended, <laughs> not not suggested. Not, not suggested. suggested at all. But you know, you got better. But yeah, yeah no, yes. it's 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 a real yeah. thing. And I mean plenty of kids, plenty of kids out there go through the same thing. Like your story is really important because a lot of a lot of kids go through the same thing where they are not able to or don't want to eat, whether they're not buying it or they're not wanting to to, to have lunch and probably going through very similar things you know developing eating disorders not eating doing all this kind of stuff in in their formative years and whatnot um and you know so that's that's definitely something uh that's worth shedding light on uh it 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 you know does kind of remind me of um 
you know, my, my good friend, Amanda, who, who mentioned the buttered noodles earlier, her, her story uh, that she told me I never knew was that, you know, her whole life, she was lactose intolerant. Um, but, you know, basically like all throughout the nineties. And I mean, I'm sure in other times too, but like, we grew up in the era of like milk being forced down your throat. It was like yeah. posters everywhere, got milk, celebrities drinking milk, everyone being like, you know, having milk mustaches, yo, milk is cool. And just this whole friggin', you know, like movement of like you you need to drink milk and if you didn't like milk or lactose intolerant like she was you know you just spent like kindergarten through you know the end of high school pretty much dehydrated because like the only options at school were the insanely like gross sour ass orange juice or the bubbler like or like you would have to go to a vending machine but like if you didn't have the extra money to buy that stuff you you wouldn't do that um and so she said that a lot, a lot of her years, like she would just spent like either in dramatic stomach pain or whatever, because she had to drink something or once she, you know, eventually stopped drinking it, if she would come back from lunch and ask the teachers to go, you know, can I, can I go get a drink? Can I go get it? You know, go to the bubble or whatever. The mm -hmm. teachers would say, no, you should have had a drink at lunch. And so she was just kind of like, you know, it was this whole culture of like, you have to drink milk and there was no acceptance for like, but what if that's not. A thing i can do or want to do because it makes me feel terrible um and so she said like she that was something she had to deal with all the time and i never even really thought about that yeah but it's yeah, crazy it was like i drank yeah. milk almost every friggin lunch that i ate at school you know there was never like a water option you yeah know, you had to drink it from the bubbler and the bubbles were probably gross you know i mean not yeah. a lot of people were cool with that like i mean i drank water. from the bubbler but yeah i you know i feel like a lot of people didn't want to do that yeah I mean, I remember posters in the library about drinking milk for crying out loud. Yeah, I know. It's like, is this really necessary? Is it really so, that important? So they actually say now that, you know, again, we always hear studies now. You don't actually get calcium from drinking milk. It's not how your body would get calcium. It doesn't build up your bones and everything like that. It was all just hype from the dairy industry, which was connected to the government and they were pushing milk. But yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating, right? You know, it's like you, you're led to believe something your whole life, and it's just right, no right. Another another one that is the exact same thing is uh, the, that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and right. and so many people even today believe that it's they believe it what they've been told that oh it kickstarts your metabolism for the day, and it's all that stuff that was that was literally marketing from like whatever one of the cereal companies cereals yeah i think it was a cereal company yeah. uh and uh, one of the big you know cereal kellogg's or somebody like back in the 40s or 50s or something um and they they started that and they were like oh yeah it's the most important meal of the day and it turned it it, it turned into something that people just thought was like science Right and, right. and yeah. for those listeners yeah. out there, uh, in the spirit of Joe Rogan here, uh, please fact check us. We're just spitballing <laughs> from memory here. Don't take these things. Don't do anything. Don't starve yourself to get Nintendos. Uh, don't, you know, <laughs> don't stop drinking milk. I'm not, we're not saying that. Okay, everyone. Right. <clears throat> right. Exactly. Yeah. Me. Fact check everything. Disclaimers right. there. Yes, please. Yeah. And then post in the retro reductopus uh, uh, group, please. Oh, that was well done. Thank you, Randy. Yes. Oh, Do that, oh, guys. Yeah. Randy, did you just yes. give us our, a, a plug on our own show? <laughs> That's so good. Dog. <laughs> you dog you. Are you are you trying to be a permanent host, you you sly dog? Why is this crazy? Are it's are like there was an open are slot. It's like there was uh, an open slot or something. I don't uh, know. Man. Uh, Wiley Coyote, this guy. Randy Cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> 
We love you. Uh, <laughs> Which is definitely guy. my nickname. Yeah, that, that, Thank that, you that's your nickname that. now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I hope everybody knows, and we can talk about that if we have time. I don't want to slow it down, but Randy Cardboard is absolutely one of my favorite things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, it's good. Randy Cardboard. All right. All right. So, so I mean, Joe, if you, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to cut you off. So I don't know if you wanted to highlight anything else, but we can, we can keep the round table moving. I'll, no, I'll I'm good. I'm good. Okay, cool. All right. So Steve, Steve. Yes. yes. So um, we are getting a little long in the tooth with this episode. So I, I just have one more. Um, this was something that I um, just, I swear to God, it happened one time. It happened one time. They were just trying it out. They're like, they're like, it's like when you have a friend and you have a nickname and, 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 you know, you try out some weird version of it, you know, like, Oh, <laughs> like, Rand. Hey, what's up, Rand? No, no, that's just not going to stick. Damn right. it. Uh, and uh, like, forget I tried that, but it's, it's like that. It was, it was, I guess it was supposed to be Buffalo chicken nuggets is my guess. But I remember very distinctly that like we got them on the plate and they all looked like wrong colors. Like one was a little too gray. One's a little too orange. One's a lot Ooh. too orange. One's red. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and then like, I don't know. It's like, what are these? And they didn't say, it's like, I don't know. Are they like Buffalo? Like, what is this? And there was no like blue cheese or anything like that. It's just like, have them. And uh, we had, we, you know, we had chicken nuggets, but this was different and they were all different. And, they were all gross and they never did it again. It was the weirdest, (laughs) like the weirdest thing. I absolutely remember that day. Joe, do you remember that? Yes. (laughs) It's so weird. Yeah. Damn. That is so weird. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's that. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's, that's freaky. You know, it's like, Oh shit. Somebody let that one out of the test kitchen. Yeah. Um, all right, so I, I have uh, a couple other honorable mentions. Uh, the other one that I was going to mention, uh, just like specifically hating, never wanting, was the grilled cheese, uh, which is insane, right? Like, how do you fuck that up so bad? But the grilled cheese was always the hardest fucking thing to bite through ever. Yes, it was left yes. under heat lamps for days days it felt like and it was just the crunchiest goddamn thing i remember at the time i likened it to like biting a floor tile i'm like there's no way that there should be this much resistance on this bread it was so goddamn hard (laughs) and everybody would and 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 a lot of people really liked it honestly if ever i got it i would just bite the middle because the crust was so like unforgiving i just said fuck it i'm just gonna eat the middle part like a like a you know like an edge piece of a brownie but bad and uh and so i hated the grilled cheese that that sucked ass uh the tuna roll made me think for a very long time that i didn't like tuna which was wrong i do like tuna a lot i hate tuna roll um, and you love they... tuna noodle casserole tuna noodle casserole tuna noodle tuna noodle here at clamp corporation i actually wore that shirt yesterday uh so the tuna roll sucked so much butt because it was lousy with celery it was like oh absolutely littered oh. with celery randy do you hate celery uh yes oh yes. i hate celery too like i with a fucking despise pass. i i can't understand i i would like some dirt flavored hair with water in it please. oh my god so funny right. i i also hate it <laughs> like with a passion hate it yeah god. hate it and i think there really I will is pick something... it i will open up my sandwich oh yeah restaurant. i don't care how nice it is and pick out the pieces of it in there i don't care how big they are i'll right. spend i'll spend longer picking it out than actually eating the sandwich it's disgusting oh see what i do is i say excuse me garcon and then i punch him in the face 
Well, I, I, so I, I actually, my, my, uh, I, I, I knew someone who would ask them to make them a new batch without celery in it, like uh, a restaurant. Yeah. That, that was embarrassing. I don't like celery that much. I would just pick it out, but they would I be do. like, can I, can you make a batch without it? You know, I think it was a 50, 50, whether they would or wouldn't or something like that. They probably went in and picked it out with their dick and said, yeah, we made you a new batch. <laughs> dick pick. <laughs> That is a different definition for dick pic. That's a verb. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Really fucking hate celery. Like, you know, that's all I'm really trying to say. Um, But uh, but did you just did you just quote Weird Al Albuquerque? I did. I did. I just made a I made a a, reference what the the kids call a slanted reference because I didn't quite quote it right. What I should have said was I I hate hate celery. That's all I'm really trying to say. But you know, oh, it's like Randy, I'm glad I'm glad you picked up on it. You know, I, I try to tailor these things. It, it all came with, back with, around to episode 14. Sure that's like with, that's like with me and bananas. Yes. You that's hate true. Bananas. You do hate bananas. Fucking hate bananas with a fiery passion. Hate fucking bananas. Also true. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well hold on bananas. Let's oh, not throw the baby out with the show. Uh, okay. uh, I, <laughs> I really hate fucking bananas. I really fucking hate bananas. Two very different phrases. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, celery sucks. Tuna roll sucked. It, and it was miserable because I, I really, you know, I enjoyed tuna a lot. I probably would have gotten that quite a bit. But there were some days where I would honestly, I would get it and I would spit out the celery. It was those were low days, low days. There was a lot of celery in there, guys. Um, <laughs> the other one that was miserable, it wasn't miserable, but it was like, are you fucking kidding me? Is this supposed to be enough food for a human? It was called yogurt lunch, and they would give you a cheese stick and a yogurt cup, like, you know, a Trix yogurt or some shit, and they're like, that's lunch, be full. And I'm what? like, what the <laughs> fuck? Is this a joke? And it was just not like, like that's not enough food for anybody. I'm sorry. Um, miserable. So uh, yeah, so th- those are my other uh, my other mentions there. Mm-hmm. Randy, I wanted to give you a shot, you know, shot in the dark to go back around to you if you had anything else you wanted to mention. So yeah, I mean, going on with uh, the idea of ones you didn't like, it's it, I didn't like it pretty much probably any of them. And if I was to try and p- pick on something, it's the cliche probably Salisbury steak. Um, but mm-hmm. you know wh- what you guys made me think about here in in trying to dig up these memories and you know i'm older so it's 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 digging back a long time and when i was a kid i didn't like the school lunch pretty much at all what i wanted to do is i wanted to bring my lunch i wanted a paper bag. now when i was really little we had a lunchbox and i would put snack in there and things like that but that didn't last super long time when my mother got my parents got divorced and it was just a single mom with two kids um we were poor i mean dirt poor dirt poor my mom was on you know uh, we got food stamps and we, we were, we were just poor, poor, poor. And we qualified for free lunch at school. And we had a little blue card that I can still remember. And you would go up and you would show the blue card and you would get free lunch. You didn't have to pay for it. And that was embarrassing. And the kids were bringing lunches and they had sandwiches and they had snacks picked there. And I just had this horrible, not horrible. I'm sure it was fine, but it was, it, the school lunch wasn't good. Salisbury steak, whatever it happened to be, just, just didn't taste good. I didn't probably even eat it half the time or eat half of it or my jello with the fruit suspended in it. And um, it just, I wanted to bring my lunch in a brown paper bag more than anything. And I didn't want school lunch. 
Uh, now I would love if somebody would hand me a free lunch and a free lunch ticket. But right, I'm, that, right. Like, yeah, but 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 then it just did, it was it was a, a badge of shame to get school lunch. Cool kids didn't get school lunch. Cool kids brought lunch. And so uh, you know that's a little dark and probably and it's not trying to be, bring down the room here. But no, you but guys, that's, made, that's very valid point. Yeah, I, I think I, mean, I took like care that's... of that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that, but that's how kids think, you know. I mean, yeah. like that's yeah. that's a real thing that kind of messes you up psychologically. You're like, uh, I don't I don't want to be like that. I don't want you know. You 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 definitely think about that kind of shit yep. when you're growing yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, yeah. now a funny now a funny twist to that is that my mom got remarried when I went. It was in middle school and we had a little more income and we, I couldn't wait to start bringing my lunch to middle school in a paper bag. I was, I was elated guys. Like I can't even tell you, like I, I remember, and I remember a lunchroom was down in the basement and it was all these, you know, old painted brick walls. I remember going in there and turns out in middle school, bringing your lunch was for fucking dorks <laughs> and everybody oh, wanted to buy it on you. They How are you supposed to know? And then I was said to my parents, I'm like, well, can I have money to get lunch? Like, no, we're making you lunch now. You're going to get to bring your lunch. We're you said you a- want it to be cool, Randy. You were elated. You were you literally what? elated. Let's go to the VO tape. You said you, said you were elated. <laughs> I was elated. <laughs> I, I, they flip-flopped on me. And, and we, were, we were poor. We, my grandparents got things like government cheese and government butter, and they would pass things on to, like, my mother and things like that. And my mother, we couldn't afford peanut butter. So my mother would make butter and jelly sandwiches with government butter thinking hey he's a kid he might not know the difference between butter and peanut butter I, I, do, do yourselves a favor just go into the kitchen afterwards put some grape the cheapest grape jelly you can find and some awful butter put it on a, a bread and eat it and tell me how that is for you i just would let try it i, I really you thought eat. you were going to suggest go into the kitchen and don't make that sandwich. Like I thought <laughs> that was your advice. <laughs> right. So you, I'm surprised. I, I, that's, I'm surprised that's not on fancy menus now. Is is uh, you know retro food like tater tots or something like that? But um, cow so, butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. So the short version is uh, it's probably Salisbury steak. I like that's the long short version. version. Yeah, was, but the long the long version was, was really a, good. That was a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Hell that was yeah. Great. No, you, you, you brought it all around. And, uh, and I mean, I don't want to, uh, to leave off this segment without giving a space for Mrs. Parasite's voicemail. I definitely want to give a chance for that. Unfortunately, we're going to have to do this in post. So I don't know how much we can respond to it, but we're going to definitely have it here. Um, and, and we're going to appreciate the hell out of it. And, and, you know, so I, I think, I think I'll pause for that just momentarily and we'll, we'll listen to that voicemail. Hey guys, it's Christine again. So, school lunch. I loved school lunch. I pretty much never um, took my own lunch to school. Uh, I, I was a recipient of free lunch as a child, and I loved it. There were very few things I didn't love. Um, okra, because... Who likes okra? I don't even know why we still grow okra. It's really gross. And why would you give it to children? It's just not nice. But anyway, um, a couple of my favorites growing up were chicken patty and tater tot day. Chicken patty always came with tater tots, which was great because there was mayonnaise out. And mayonnaise goes wonderfully on a chicken patty 
and on tater tots. Um, pizza burger, big fan of the pizza burger. My favorite of all was Fiestata Day. So Fiestata was a different take on pizza. It was a hexagonal pizza and it had a little bit of a Mexican vibe. I never knew exactly what went into that Mexican vibe until very recently. Um, years ago I had I had taken to Google to see if I could find some other people talking about their love for Fiestata and I had no luck. But when Steve was telling me about this this school lunch episode, I decided to to look it up again and Reddit came through for me. So I actually made Fiestata pizza for dinner tonight. It did not disappoint. It was really good. Just like I remembered it. Uh, it turns out that it's a regular pizza sauce, but with a, a butt ton of cumin. Taco meat, cheddar cheese. That's it. Very simple. Very delicious. Um, the other thing that I just want to touch on for a minute is the importance of school lunch. And the importance of free school lunch for everyone. Um, a few years ago, I had to do a term paper for my sociology class, and I chose to do it on, on school lunch for all. There are a lot of studies out there about the importance of school lunch and the, the positive effects that it has on everyone. Um, so in schools where they have free-for-all lunch that is also family style. This is what I was focusing on technically was going one, one level deeper with the family style free lunch for all. Um, because so family style means, you know, you've got, you bring out your, your plated, big plate of chicken and green beans and rice and fruit and everyone gets on the table and serves themselves. The amount of time that kids waste right now in line is is terrible, especially when as it is they don't even have enough time to sit down and really enjoy a meal. So if you have this family style lunch, you're all coming to the table at the same time, you're sitting down, you're serving yourself, socializing, um, no, no one is spending time scoping out what, what color lunch ticket somebody has, whether or not they get free lunch or reduced lunch. There's no, there's no stigma there. Um, everyone is just sitting down, enjoying a meal together. We know now that as, especially as students age, once you get into middle school and high school, kids are less likely to eat at all due to the stigma of having free lunch. And it doesn't take a, a medical degree to know that if you're not eating, 
you're not performing to your full potential. Um, and that's not even, you know, taking into account the fact that for way too many children, this is their main meal of the day. So if we could just all envision for a moment a world where all students come together, sit down at the table, eat the same things, probably branch out and try some new things when you're seeing everybody else, put those green beans on your plate, maybe you'll try a little green beans. Not okra, nobody tries okra, but green beans are good. And, um, and you spend your time talking and getting to know each other and none of your energy is being wasted on, well, being wasted on standing in line, uh, but more importantly, none of your energy is being wasted on the optics of what you are or are not eating. You're not worried about, if I don't just eat this right now, I don't know if I'm gonna get any dinner tonight. No, instead, you're sitting at a table, gabbing, eating, and it makes it a better place for everybody. Hopefully someday, we can get there. And also, hopefully someday, more schools will start serving fiestadas. They're the best. All right, awesome. Mrs. Parasite, thank you so much for that. I appreciate your commentary. This is hard yes. to do when I don't know what you've mm -hmm. said, but I, I imagine that it was poignant <laughs> Heartfelt, <laughs> smart, intense, all those things. Heartfelt, be... kind. Oh wait, no, that's Boy Scouts. So, um... <laughs> so just just real quick, she was uh, she was supposed to be on the episode tonight with Randy, and um, she actually had a business trip, and she is in Phoenix, Arizona tonight, and she was gonna still be able to call in, and she had a, she was in a meeting that ran like two hours too long and she's like, I literally just cut out. We were just about to start, and she's like, I I literally I have to eat. I'm, I I I have to eat and like go to sleep. So like, okay, fair enough. You don't have to be on our silly podcast about school. I'm like, what? You can like record a voicemail tomorrow when you're not tired. We'll just edit it in and post, and nobody will know except that we're telling you that that's what we're gonna do. Why do we do I this? I don't know. Because we, we're so we really out we're so transparent. We're we're we we're, uh, we're like John Cena or Drax the Destroyer in that way. We're dyed clear. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so anyway, thank you for that. Thank you. Parasite. Uh, and and with that, that wraps up our episode about school lunches. Hell yeah! How the hell did we get to talk this long about this crap? It's amazing. <laughs> Can't imagine. Uh, I'm I'm always impressed and I'm always entertained and thankful that we have such wonderful hosts and such wonderful guests like you, yes. Randy. Thanks oh, so much thank for, you. Thank for you, agreeing Jeff. to do this and into adding your special special seasoning to our, our absolutely. Uh, our and stew. to uh, to tell the Randy cardboard story real quick. This is <laughs> yeah. uh, this is one of my favorite all-time stories <laughs> and i have a screenshot of our conversation where i told you about this saved on my desktop at work it's on my desktop because anytime i get sad or annoyed at work <laughs> i just open up this conversation that we had one time a few years ago and it, i laugh out loud 
every it's time. It's in the giggle spank bank. <laughs> it is. It's in the giggle spank bank. So what what happened was uh, so Dr. Matteo, my daughter, uh, people who listen to the show might remember her. She hasn't been on in a while. She's kind of too old. It's too cool. Too cool for her school, basically. <laughs> uh, but so she's she was playing uh, Fortnite as the kids do. And she accidentally purchased, we're going through the shop of the various, you know, skins. And uh, so she was looking at different ones and she accidentally purchased one of them. And it was the silliest, like worst accidental buy ever. It was a cheap one, but it was just a guy and he was covered in cardboard boxes and he was just all cardboard boxes. So his head's just like, I think I was there for that. Yeah, 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 that's right. You were, you were there for that. Yeah. And so anyway, it was really funny. It's like, why did you do that? Oh my God. And money is like really, really tight. Like she's not allowed to frivolously spend money because it's real money. You know, so Randy, you don't realize this because you're not a gamer, but it's like, it's all real money. And it's just like, it just makes your character look different. It doesn't, there's nothing else. Um, So anyway, she's really like very tight with her, with her money that she's allowed to spend. And so this was a big mistake, right? She accidentally wasted it on this dumb character that she's never going to use. So anyway, we're laughing about it eventually. And then she's like, she's like, Oh, she clearly had heard us talk about you for years, Randy Carter, but we always say your full name. It's always like Randy Randy Carter, Carter, Randy Carter, (laughs) Randy Carter. So she goes, she's like, Oh, I know that I know what this guy's name is. It's Randy cardboard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was just absolutely out of nowhere. Like it was so funny. She was probably 12 or 11 at the time. And uh, it was just the funniest goddamn thing. And the, the, the conversation, I'm like, Randy, you're not going to understand any of what I'm about to tell you, but it's, it's the best story of all time. And you're like, Oh my God, what? <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's just one of my favorite stories. So anyway, Randy, Carver, uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it well, is. Is a wonderful story. Yes, it is. All right, that's that. Oh, thank you for that anecdote. So, <laughs> Randy Cardboard, when you become our unofficial official fourth member, uh, all right, auditioning, so, <clears throat> <clears throat> doing, doing fantastic, very extra subtle. cooler. <clears throat> so, uh, no, you guys, we, you guys are scary. You guys are like the 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 puns and the references and the going. You make my head spin, and you guys are good. I don't even know if I could ever keep up with you guys. You guys are good. <laughs> Thank you. You guys got it down. Thanks, man. Thanks, Gay. Thanks, Gay. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, thanks so much for doing this whole episode. We've we've had a great time. But before yeah. we we go, before we catch that horizon, we have one final segment. So let's go to this. According to the clock, it's half past thirteen. So light a candle, uncork that cask of Amontillado, and dust off another tome from the bookshelf. Of the dead. Alright, guys, it's Parasite Steve on the mic with another bookshelf of the damned. Uh, this week I am going to be uh, talking about a book I recently finished. It it is a book that just just came out at the end of January 2022 by a uh, an author who I have had the opportunity to meet and hang out with a few times. Really nice guy, local dude. He's lived in Massachusetts forever, and he has done everything there is to do in the world of writing. This guy, uh, his name is Christopher Golden, and he has written just a bunch of like he a long time ago. His thing was like all the he did all like the Buffy novels. 
And then oh, okay. he uh, kind of got into uh, he was became friendly with Mike Mignola and did some Hellboy stuff. And then the two of them got together and they came up with their whole universe of characters that was separate from Hellboy. But it's I think I think they call it the outer verse. And it's like uh, Baltimore, the vampire and Joe Golem and Lady Baltimore. And there's comics, there's illustrated novels. It's it's a lot of fun stuff. He, he does a lot of it's all genre. It's all, you know, spec fiction stuff, you know, horror, sci fi, uh, creepy stuff fantasy that kind of stuff a lot of a lot of the darker stuff anyway he just put out a, a brand new book and it is making waves it's called road of bones and um <clears throat> you know i i really enjoyed it uh as as i do i'm going to read from the synopsis on amazon and uh i will say first of all that this was uh there's a there's a blurb on the front of the book that uh is uh is is by stephen king which is always pretty amazing. Yeah, Stephen King called this book tightly wound, atmospheric, and creepy as hell. So that's pretty cool. The synopsis uh, is as follows. <clears throat> Let me find my creepy voice. Surrounded by barren trees in a snow-covered wilderness with a dim, dusky sky forever overhead, Siberia's Kolyma Highway is 1,200 miles of gravel-packed permafrost within driving distance of the Arctic Circle. A narrow path where drivers face such challenging conditions as icy surfaces, limited visibility, and an average temperature of 60 degrees below zero. Fatal car accidents are common. But motorists are not the only victims on the highway. Known as the Road of Bones, it is a massive graveyard to the former Soviet Union's gulag prisoners. Hundreds of thousands of people worked to death and left where their bodies fell, consumed by the frozen elements and plowed beneath the permafrost road. Fascinated by the history documentary. Actually, I'm just going to switch. Fascinated by the history documentary <laughs> producer Felix Teague Teagland is in Russia to give the drive to no, to drive the highway, envisioning a brand new series capturing life and death on the road of bones. With a ride to the town of Akust, the coldest place on earth, quote unquote, collecting ghost stories and local legends along the way. Only when Teague and his team reach their destination, they find an abandoned town, save one catatonic nine-year-old and a pack of predatory wolves faster and smarter than any, than any wild animals should be. Pursued by the otherworldly beasts, Teague's... This is kind of a long synopsis. Teague's companions confront even more uncanny and inexplicable phenomenon along the road of bones as if the ghosts of the of stalin's victims were haunting them it is a harrowing journey that will push teague beyond endurance and force him to confront the sins of his past that's it that's your that's your synopsis Damn. thank you amazon um yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a thriller uh there are monsters it has some comedy uh don't expect a ton of laughs uh it's it's uh good time what i really liked was the setting uh golden has done cold a few times now he actually won a bram stoker his second bram stoker award for the book ararat a couple of years ago a few years ago um which was also you know is same sort of thing it's like very cold very very you know extreme cold up on the mountain and um this this was the same thing but it was uh, it's a real place in siberia the the road is real the story about the gulag prisoners is real and i i think that at this day and age if you can find a location that is a you know historical 
uh, location that you're shedding a light on and you're telling a fiction story there. And it's something that people haven't seen before. It's pretty impressive, right? Like everything's right. been done. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a cool book, cool read. And uh, wow. What an awesome cover. I think this is Golden's best cover by far. It's it's just an awesome, awesome cover. So uh, do check out Road of Bones. Uh, it's uh, it's available right now everywhere fine books are sold. It's also on uh, Audible, which is how I actually digested the book. Uh, the reader did a great job. I believe he's the same guy who's who's worked with Golden before. He sounded very familiar to me. Um, but anyway, check it out. Road of Bones, Christopher Golden. Awesome. Thank you. That is a nice. badass cover. I just looked it up. Um, very cool. Yeah. I was looking for a good suggestion. Can I ask books. a quick question before we go? Sure. Yes. I just wanted to make sure I didn't, we didn't get cut off. Did we establish what drink Loki was drinking in his TV show? What was there? So I sent you a picture. It, it, you can. It's blurry, but it is a Boku. It is Boku. Okay, so it, it was it's, Boku. I didn't know well, it was a different drink. So there is another scene, and Ecto Cooler is in another scene and i have to shout out mrs parasite who noticed it like like right away she's like uh kid loki was holding an ecto cooler and i'm like what was he she's like oh yeah oh yeah go back i'm like oh my god oh my god i did marry up (laughs) she did marry down she did uh, and I didn't mean to jump so quick, quickly from talking about Christopher yeah, no, Golden's no book because I am familiar with his stuff from the, the Mike Mignola and uh, that, that was awesome to hear. I'm going to have cool. to look for it. Awesome. Great. Awesome. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode. If you have not jumped ship by now, we certainly hope that you enjoyed this week's journey over the treacherous waters of all the things that made growing up awesome. If you liked what you heard, please hit the subscribe button and like us on Facebook and Twitter, as well as being a full-fledged member of the Dorkening. Retro-Redoctobus is still part of the Inebriart Podcast Network. So if you get a chance, please check out our sister shows like the Old Colony Cast, Bar Talk, and of course, Inebriart. Sandy and Fish chat with local artists over a couple of cold ones. I'm going to keep saying that until the end of time, until we get a different promo. So I don't care if you're sick of hearing it still true i have been your host 8-bit alchemy and we will catch you on the next one well no now this is where i get quiet because now i'm now i'm 100 <clears throat> cindy brady baton rouge like the red lights on yeah everything matters now randy we remember <laughs> Pepperidge Farm is checked in. (laughs) Ooh, anything other than Little Debbie is fine with me. I'll take Pepperidge Farm all day long.